you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. This week's episode is brought to you by Steady, an app for finding supplemental work and tracking your earnings. Steady makes it easy for people to find the right work so that they spend less time searching and more time earning money. Finding the work, earn more money, and track your progress all in one place. It's easy and completely free to use. Download the Steady app. That's S-T-E-A-D-Y on your iPhone or Android. Or use Steady on your computer at SteadyApp.com. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend. Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. The Search Show. How's your love life? It is. <laughs> All right, Mary. Well, I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> Relatable content. Okay. <clears throat> so, once again, I want everyone to understand the intention of this section of the show. <laughs> We're giving honor to God and black women. Okay. Okay. Um, and this week we are going to get that wisdom from the mouth of an elder and also a legend and an icon. Of music and nostrils, Dion Warwick. You see, Dion Warwick was being interviewed by someone that was asking her a question that she felt was a little bit too personal. She felt it touched a little bit too close to home and she didn't want to participate, so she didn't. Dion informed him when he asked her how her love life was, she said, It is. <laughs> then she followed that up with a laugh to soften the blow and to, to alleviate and omit the awkward pause. He said, oh, okay. And she said, uh-huh. And they moved right on along. <laughs> so you see, we learned a couple of things in this segment. We learned to be direct. Yes. Okay. We learned to still tell the truth, but also not give them what they want. And I think that is the most useful thing that we learned in this segment. When people request too much of you, more than you may be able to bear or don't want to bear, you ain't got to bear it. All you have to do is give a supplemental yet sufficient answer, just as Mother Dionne Warwick did in that section. She told him, it is. And guess what that was? Was. So when you are put (laughs) against the wall, you ain't got to stand up against it. Say what you got to say, just to slide to the side, just like Dion did. The hashtag this week is it is. Y'all so understand is. that? Where was that interview? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but it made its way to me. Okay. It was right Lord. on time. So with that being said, and most importantly understood, 
I would like to ask <laughs> a couple of QTNAs, which oh I guess that's gosh. a damn like it ain't a couple, it's a throuple oh of QTNAs. QTNAs. <laughs> questions that need answers and questions that niggas is asking. My pacing is good this week. I'm trying go to keep ahead. this moving this week. Hit him with okay, the gotcha, gotcha. Question damn one. <laughs> we ain't even gonna go all the way around the world with this shit. We just gonna get right to the meat and potatoes. Okay? Which one of y'all? Y'all. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. I want to emphasize right. which one of y'all said that that was Condoleezza Rice playing the piano at the beginning of Bust Down Tatiana. <laughs> what? Who said that? Somebody said they saw a round toe black punk <laughs> tapping a foot pedal oh on a piano God. at the beginning. To ding, 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 ding. And Condoleezza's re- flip dipping in the back. Who said it? All right. Oh. Question two. <laughs> Y'all saw the Grammys this weekend, well, last weekend. We did. Mm-hmm. So you already know when they ask LMA about Aretha songs, oh, she ain't boy. no, she ain't no three of them. <laughs> so the question that we want to know is, She's so sweet, uh, I hated that for her. Will Aretha come across the pond? <laughs> it's different over there. Ankles Franklin. <laughs> oh my God, Dustin, get revenge. Rest in peace. On LMA, oh, she's boring. Oh, no. For not knowing three of her songs, by making noises behind her in the house and turning her Grammy upside down all the time when she ain't looking. Is that how Aretha is going to get her back for not knowing her songs? Is that how? <laughs> Question three. Damn, I thought we was done. Yeah, there's one more. I know. The throuple. I miscounted. The, the theme this week is music, if you haven't guessed. Okay. I'm with it. So the first question was kind of Lisa Rice playing the piano. Second question was about Aretha and LMA. Oh. Second, the third question is about <clears throat> is it or isn't it true, okay, that Casey Musgraves was musty at the Grammys. And so that's why she wasn't moving around a whole lot in that dress. And also, that's why she had a dress on that her arms couldn't move in in the first damn place. Is that true? Is it the truth? (laughs) With those three questions being (laughs) asked and most importantly understood, okay? I was trying not to that whole time and I'm just really proud of myself so I'm going to do it now. You kept your... (laughs) No, every time he asked, is it true? I wanted to sing Jennifer Hudson's spotlight. Is it true? Is it true? Or was it saying, is that you? No, she was saying, is it true? Is that true? Is that true? That's what she was saying. But you know, you could say, is it true? Is it true? Is it true? That's the theme music. Is it true? Mm -hmm. Like you're asking about somebody's jeans. I don't choose. I don't choose. (laughs) With those being asked, most importantly understood I would like to take this opportunity <clears throat> to stretch my arms out and welcome everybody to the friend zone which is your weekly look at all things mental health mental wellness and mental hygiene right yes yeah. yes uh, because who in the hell wants Damn. a musty brain and or us to arm under arms us to arm us to arm <laughs> Casey um, yeah not me <laughs> he sounded like Andrew Carl <laughs> yeah. yeah. us to arm us to arm oh my god <laughs> yes <laughs> Is already is done. We're already done. <laughs> I mean, it in a row. When is he just going to come on the damn show? Never. Please. What do you <laughs> mean? Or him sitting across from me, spitting all over the mic, <laughs> crying all in my goddamn face, lying Don't you to want me? friend to get to the bottom of it? Oh, my God. We and then ro- and, make, and crack some jokes along the Mm-mm. way. Dexter King can stay right where he at. I ain't got time for none of that. <laughs> him and them jowls. Ain't nobody got time for him no. to come here lying. 
and jaws oh. full of lies. Mouth full of lies. Jaw jaws is so big from holding on to lies no. in his goddamn mouth. No. Yeah, you're right, friend. No. <laughs> That's going to be the next thing, Yandy, outside protesting. No. <laughs> they didn't want Andrew there. <laughs> he shouldn't have went upstairs. No. Please stop. Is he still inside? No, Please stop. No, no, no. You're going to hear us tapping on the walls of the studio trying to get Andrew Caldwell out of here. Please. To let Yandy know. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. How you doing, friend? I'm really good. You had a good weekend. I did. That's good. How was your weekend? Weekend was fantastic. What did you do? I, uh, you know what? What didn't you do? I, I I centered myself this weekend. Okay, that's what I did. I like to hear that. I got that. something I really needed. Um, oh, I mean, I was in. I needed it. <laughs> I needed it. Okay, and I K N E A D E D it. Oh. <laughs> I needed it. I needed it and needed it. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. My Lord. Yep, so it was a great weekend. I see. I feel so good. Good. Asante, mm-hmm. how's yours? Ooh, I had a crazy weekend. You had a festive weekend. I moved. Yay. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Uh, it's a bittersweet clap. So I'll it, clap because I'm is. excited, it's, but I'm also It's a very really emotional sad. move. Um, I have said goodbye to Harlem. Oh, my God. You, you know. and Fury have said goodbye yes. to Harlem. Um, it's been bittersweet. I've still been back several times since I left, so people still see me in the neighborhood probably don't even realize that I'm gone. Right. Until they like start inviting me. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I forgot to tell you I moved because I wasn't telling anybody until I actually like moved move and now that I have it's like gonna be a process to like you know a break up with people reconnect oh. with some people make some new connections it's gonna be nice though cause you're gonna be discovering a new neighborhood yeah and about that okay well before we get to the spring and the nice parts culture shock some, Ooh, that shit ain't okay. 24 hours <laughs> That shit oh, really? fucked me up. Mm. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's some, like, there wasn't no, like, cool delis or nothing. <laughs> like, nowhere I could, like, pop in. No bodegas? No. Even the McDonald's, only the, the drive-thru was 24 hours. And you you know they don't let you walk up to the drive-thru. So I was like. Uber Eats, Postmates, Seamless It out, Is. Out, yep. They was all out. I was like, this is some bullshit. Yeah, that's That fucked rough. me up. But that's also going to be a good adjustment that I have to make since I'm going to be, like, in the kitchen and stuff more any damn way so I That's just true. focus more on sh- grocery shopping. You can develop healthier eating habits yeah. eating at home. Yeah. Or it's- you can just cook a bunch of good shit. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, but you know, but no, look, look. I but I could, I could definitely do both, which brings me to my next thing. Look, I could be Shamia. I could Check. be doing both. I'm doing both. I'm doing both. Um, I could eat good and I could eat healthier because shout out to Pinky who hey. had a pop up. Oh, don't even bring it up. No, I'm. Let me tell you something. Devastated. First of all, shout out to Pinky. Black, she was black business on here way back in the day. We talked yes, about she was. it back when she had the Jamaican spot. Um, the Jamaican spot burned down. She moved down to Atlanta. She started the Slutty Vegan. It was a truck. The truck has blown up like success. People have been waiting hours for vegan food. Um, she was she's been a vegan for like forever. Like even back when she was making food in the Jamaican spot, she was a vegan then. She was just good at seasoning because she can just season and have lots of food. Um, so now she's opened a restaurant in Atlanta. And it's popping just as well. The weights have been like hour weights, two hour weights, three hour weights. So she's taking her show on the road and has been doing these pop-ups. And New York City was the first one. 
Shout out to everybody that came out to Cove Lounge. Um, I'm only doing this promo like this because I impromptu ended up helping. The first couple times I walked by that line, I was like, you friend, I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to be here. Like, I texted her. Wait, was, you went in? Yes, I did. And you didn't call Well, us? well because what ended up happening was, I, I am Well, destroyed. let me tell you. Okay, so let me tell the full story. Is she going to hear this? Is she going to be mad? So <laughs> I met up with Fury and we walked by and we couldn't get in. Uh-huh. And so then we went and, you know, we got something else to eat. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we was about to leave. And then I just like, let me walk by one last time because it was like uh, six or seven. So I was like, maybe, you know, the line had moved or something. Line had not moved. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go up and like, I don't even want no food. I'm going to just see if she need help because the line was like, it was packed out waiting. So I like finally got in there and like she's downstairs in the kitchen. She hasn't talked to nobody for like hours. She's just been down there. So I just got in line because, you know, I used to work at Shake Shack back in the day. Got in line, put some gloves on, started running. Running burgers, doing orders, what? helping out, Aww, yeah, opening that's shit. Really dope, my, I had my friend Don with me. He was helping out in the kitchen too. He got picked up. You, you Dom. had Jessica Don? No, no, but can we talk about how her ass was like, we'll both beat your oh, ass. We, yeah, yeah, we play that. We'll come back to that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my friend Dom, he was gone. He ran to the store for Pinky. We was down in the kitchen making sauces and shit. Like it was amazing to watch watch Pinky, who I used to just meet up with late night, help her close down the shop sometimes, like do that little shit. And I came and I was able to help her. Did you and eat see one? How, I did get to bite a, a burger. Sauté. Oh, you had the Impossible Burger? I did get to bite a Not burger. Not the Impossible Burger. I didn't get the burger. Impossible the Burger. The Slutty Vegan Burger. Ain't that the Impossible Burger? No. What is the Impossible Burger? I don't That's know. That's a whole different they, brand. They do. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so like, well, what is, no. well, what, what's everybody been eating? Ain't that the Slutty Vegan? <laughs> no. Ain't everybody been eating the Slutty Vegan? Yeah, she yeah. had a lot of celebrity endorsements, but that's a completely different Oh, well, brand. not, well, the Possible Burger is what we talking about. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Wait, so it was, well, I mean, if so, it was bad, you won't so say let me, it. Well, well, absolutely, I would be like, oh, you know, I don't do But it was good? Let me tell you something. I'm so mad. Let me tell you something. Hold on, I friend. Crystal and I I'm about were to make like this even ready worse. to meet up and we hit up a Sante yeah. and we were all going to go. And then I was running errands on that block. And so I told them, I was like, I'm going to walk through and I'll let y'all know how it's looking. Man, please. That yeah. was the club line. It was wrapped around the block. And I was like, it was cold. Yeah. There was no way I was going to wait on that line. I, I asked someone and they said they had been waiting for four hours. Yeah. And baby, I was like, please. but you know I, what? You know, I really wanted one, but I just, I could not. I don't do lines like that, like yeah. four hours. I've and never that's why done that. that's why I went in to help at towards the end because it was like six or seven o'clock, and people were like, "Oh yeah, we've been out here since like two o'clock." And I was Ooh, like, no. "Oh, we See, gotta get this moving." It's like, cold. And she, my homegirl, so I was like, "You know, your food good and all, but these people are gonna be out here complaining." But well, good for her that like people were willing to wait that long. It's and, cold, it's New yes. York, but that you know, and and it seems like the food is really. really I was gonna say, which brings me to my last point. I so badly, I hate to rub this in, but. I, you know, I don't do none of the healthy stuff. But it was good. I bit into that burger. I wasn't missing no meat. I wasn't like it didn't even taste like meat or anything. It was just like good. It was just good. It was just a good ass fucking burger. Like I was like, damn, this is good. I guess as I gotta hell. try when we go to Atlanta. Yes, we yeah. all get us some slutty vegan. <laughs> yep. But please check out slutty vegan ATL's Instagram. Crystal, uh, she's on the road. He didn't, he didn't call I, us. Look, I, I would have tried to bring y'all some burgers, but it was so busy. By the end of the night, there were only like three burgers left. Damn. Like yeah, your own that's people, amazing. friend. You know, hell yeah. So shout out to everybody that showed up for that and everybody that. Waited. I know when you got home and you been into that burger, you knew it was worth it because the people was waiting. I was rolling my eyes at everybody on Twitter posting pictures. Of I know, Baby Smith ass all in there getting a <laughs> burger. Okay. And shit. We couldn't even get nuts. Speaking of Atlanta, though, really quick, I want to give a shout out to everybody who um, showed love to 
Antonio Brown, the city council oh, candidate that yes, I mentioned last sir. week. Yeah, um, he definitely told me that you guys reached out and and were becoming actively involved with his campaign. So thank Ecosystem. you so much for that. Um, again, vote AntonioBrown.com. I believe they're trying to get some things done by a certain date over there. Um, so Atlanta, again, that vote is March 9th, I believe. Um, I don't know. But anyway, just vote AntonioBrown.com. That's where you can find out what day it is. That has all the information you need. So thanks and, and hit that up. That's it. Yeah, you want to shout out that you were on Getting Grown. I definitely want to do grown. that. I listen. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much. I thought it was fitting since it was their hundredth episode. Yes. Well, not fitting. I thought it was um, great that they invited me on on their hundredth episode because that's the way I keep it. So you know, <laughs> I thought it made sense. Um, we had a great conversation. So shout out to Kia and Jade. I love you both. Congratulations on a hundred episodes. Yay. Ladies. Yes. <laughs> What a milestone. See, I have on their hat today. Yes, yes. Celebrating my friends. Oh, yeah. It so was shout a very out. good episode. The, Thank the you, chemistry. Friend. Obviously, we're all friends, so chemistry is always going to be great, but it was funny. Thank you so much, friend. Very funny. Love the questions you asked them, too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, Kia's best friend Toya yes, has a Toya. podcast by oh, the name she's of literally an analog girl in the digital world. Literally, yes. she has a podcast called Analog Girl Podcast. Yes. You can find it on uh, SoundCloud and on iTunes. And I was a guest on her show, which was really yes. fun. Uh, that's like I said, that's Kia's best friend, and she yes. is hilarious. Toya is the she's business. probably one of the funniest I'm people I've you, ever met the... on earth. Business. Like, I'm Toya's hilarious. People don't understand. And it's like she don't even be trying. It's just At her all. facial expression. And, and just the way she talks to things, she's like, tuh, like, tuh. And I just be like, and just a little like, shit. Mm, 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 I don't like that. She's just so funny. But we did a show together. Toya needs a TV show. I, I attracted it to the Bronx, okay? That's how you know that that's love. That's because love, baby. I don't go to the Bronx. No, just kidding. I was trying to. No, nah, for real. I feel Shout you. Shout out to all my cousins in Soundview for. Okay. Um, <laughs> don't act brand new. <laughs> you know, they, they turn off the radio in the car right now. Um, no, but it was so much fun as always. So I wanted to shout her out. Uh, the episode is called Manifesting the Damn Thing with Hey Friend Hey. Okay. And a Log Girl podcast. So check her out. And before we move on, in the spirit of highlighting and amplifying our folks, I wanted to shout out this week's Black Business of the Week. Uh, oh, It's called Black and Green, and it is a website. It's spelled B-L-K-G-R-N dot com. Okay. And it's the intersection between all natural products and black creatives. Yes. Black and green. Isn't that just... beautiful. Listen, it made it crystal clear for me. (laughs) If I lived on a website, it would be this one. And it's... At Black and Green, it says our our all black artisans are carefully chosen by black women's health experts who know what an all natural product truly looks like. We've seen firsthand the damaging effects harmful ingredients and practice have had on our community. Right. So our marketplace connects black women, black people with natural lifestyles to high quality toxic freak brands that share in our mission of health, wellness and community cultivation. I love it. They literally have, they actually had a honey pot. Mm-hmm. When I went on the website, it was the first yeah, product up there. Yeah, I saw it in the, the, the yeah. bunch right. of products. Yes. I saw the black girl sunscreen. Oh, and I have to say, you guys, you guys sold out 
the Honey Pot website. Damn! All the honey out the pot! And you guys sold out the Hoover website. I can't believe okay. that. <laughs> All the vacuums out the pot! I never in a million years would have thought that y'all would sell out Floor cleaner. Now, friend, can I just say this before you go on the road? Can yes. we be in the vacuum cleaner commercial with you? Oh my God, Please. I wish. Hoover, where you at? Can, like, like, can, can it be like one of us vacuuming and then, you know, we like lift your legs up and then we all like, you know, smile and I want to lift up the couch, shit. lift up the corner of the couch and run the vacuum. Oh my yes. God. Yeah, I just want that part. Hey, so, blackandgreen.com, B L K G R N.com. They are on Instagram. I've been following them for a while there. They're also on Twitter, on Facebook, all over the place. B-L-K-G-R-N. Show them love. Support them. Most importantly, I love that they're supporting our community with natural products from Black artisans. And that's it for this week's Black Business of the Week. I must be honest. When I read the name of the site this week <laughs> um, and I saw Black and Green, Uh-oh. I was like, oh, so they must have found, they must have made a site about Kim Burrell's feet. Oh. But I didn't know, you know. And then I looked at it and I was like, oh, no, this is healthy stuff. Yeah. But I just saw black and green. I'm like, oh, that's Kimberly feet. Um, Before we move forward, (laughs) I would just also like to say this weekend you can catch me at the Reed Pop-Up Shop for the six-year anniversary. Um, It's going to be at 434 East 9th Street, and it's going to be from 12 to 4 p.m., Hope to see you there before the show. The show has been sold out. So if you can't make it to the show, please just stop by, show some love, and buy some merch. Yeah. Can't wait to be there. Yeah. I think I'm going to play a little something there. Play a little something? Yeah. What does that mean? I'm gonna, I might play like a little uh, a song. Are you going to come by? To the pop-up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never been. Oh, so yeah, I want to check right. it out. You going to pop up? I'm going to pop up <laughs> you gonna pop up don't be putting me on the motherfucking spot you know how I, I mean, you, I I'm, mean a, I'm gonna text you no you didn't and you can I'm, catch me I might um, <laughs> I might play uh, I might play a song for you at the pop up cause you know Alice is gonna be there so okay I might I might play something for you okay just so you can hear it the little smirk is telling me that it'll be good so uh-huh. I'll be there alright that's it for me <laughs> Support for today's show comes from HelloFresh, the meal kit delivery service that delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. With recipes that only take around 30 minutes to make, HelloFresh lets you spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping each week and more time doing what you love, sitting down and eating. Plus, with three meal plans to choose from, including classic, veggie, and family, if you got kids, there's something for everyone. And I shouldn't just say if you had kids, because I eat large portions to keep it so real with you. So I may have registered as family, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Look forward to your HelloFresh delivery, knowing dinner just got that much easier. I'm telling you guys, HelloFresh really is easy Relatable. and it's fresh. That <laughs> You know, may or may okay. not, you know, allegedly. Uh, but HelloFresh is a great uh, system. It's a great meal kit uh, service, and I love it. Um, I have not said goodbye to it. I don't believe in goodbyes, only Hello, so you know Hello Fresh is all right with me. For a total of sixty dollars off, that's twenty dollars off your first three boxes. Visit HelloFresh.com slash friendzone six zero and enter the code friendzone six zero. That's HelloFresh.com slash friendzone six zero and enter the code friendzone six zero for twenty dollars off each of your first three boxes. 
Thank you. Are y'all ready to jump into this week's episode? Mm-hmm. Let's move on. So last week's episode <laughs> was Dustin's wild card episode called Get Out of Her House. <laughs> That's where right. Where we discussed the B. Smith situation with her husband. <laughs> That's right. Wait, why are you laughing? Because I'm so sorry. Before we move forward, can I just can we also just take it right back? Because we got a shout out, Drew. And oh, I, yeah. my God. Oh, my God. Yes. We're terrible friends. Shout out to one Andrew Shade, uh, the creator of Broadway Black. Um, he's <laughs> back on stages. Uh, he was just doing his show at the National Black Theater up in Harlem. Yeah. It was amazing. The theater. It was a four-hour show. It was a very long play. Yeah, it was but, a- it, it was, was juicy. It was very, very juicy to say the least. And shout out to seeing Drew doing his thing yet again. He's always been a great. I'm talent. so embarrassed. They were, the actors afterwards hit me. They were like, "Thank you for coming." I was like, "Oh." They were like, "Y'all, y'all had that section popping." <laughs> <laughs> I was so embarrassed because I know they heard. <laughs> you know what? I didn't realize it was such a small space. <laughs> let me let me say this though. Right, I just want to be clear about one thing because. This is something that this is the way that we love on each other in that performance space because I too, Rachel Dozar hands, have been the person who was on stage in a certain in a play oh, that yeah, my friends play. felt a certain way about in the audience. Oh, hear them talking shit. Can hear them talking shit the whole time I'm on stage <laughs> trying to act. I mean, we were just really so, into it. So, so and Drew was a part of that. <laughs> so I would like to Oh my so, god, he's laughing. Are you kidding me? So I would like to just say that it felt good to love on him this weekend. It did. And all to the see him. Yeah. He did an amazing job. He was amazing. Um, he's such a natural talent. And also, this was a very pivotal moment for him as an as a um a theater actor, as a thespian. So this this did a lot of things for him as far as the trajectory of his career. So I was just really happy that he got this opportunity. So Drew. Shout out to you, nigga. Okay. <laughs> and can we talk about memorizing four hours worth of a script? Man. I can't even process that. And you know what's funny? Like, that whole process, watching that. Remember when we were sitting there, we were having that whole moment, and I was like, this reminds me of high school, and thinking about blocking and all that. Yeah. So you remember when they were doing that one segment where they were uh, reading from the stands, and we were like, oh, they couldn't block this appropriately. Like, I was like, it brought back the inner nerd, thinking about having to do all that shit. So like, oh, much work. That part, but- they did the mannequin challenge. Oh, you weren't there for the mannequin challenge. <laughs> <laughs> you was oh my God. I know they was like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. They probably wanted to laugh and shit. But yeah, shout out to Drew, though. Yes, Drew, you were amazing. E2 Mama Tambien, because I love Drew's mama and oh his daddy. Oh, my God. His love and his sisters. Shout yes. out to his sisters. Like, and can we start going to the National Black Theater more? Hell yeah. I, I know we like, can get in. I realized... <laughs> We on the list. <laughs> you know what? I was just so on last week's episode where we discussed B. Smith, her husband, and his girlfriend. His trifling ass. All living in the same house, and we had differing. Mm-hmm. We had opposing views. And my, I just walked away saying we felt the same way about it to make <laughs> me feel good. <laughs> and then, as always, those of you listening had a ton to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? Um, I want to give a shout out to a couple of people. Firstly, Sandra. And uh, these are actually not uh, words. They're pictures. <laughs> oh, so my Lord. There's one Wait for you. Wait a minute. Why are there so many? So, oh, it just gave me a headache. So, what he's showing us is 
And um, so I was showing them car air fresheners hanging from the the mirror. But like a stack of them. And what kind of them? <laughs> well, here. Well, see, this is further to my damn okay, point. So, so, so which, kind of, which kind ones were they? they? What kind of air freshener are they is the, my question. The, not the, the little scent. trees. There you go. They're the little tree air fresheners. Y'all know what it look like. Y'all know, y'all know, know the little tree. Right. Okay. Play your shit. Continue. <laughs> so that one was actually uh, titled Car Fresheners Need to Be Banned. Oh. <gasps> But this one is titled Dustin. <laughs> I mix black ice and Bayside Breeze. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. That I never thought awful. about that. She says, I don't have any social media, but I mix black ice and Bayside Breeze. And Fran, as much as I'd enjoy your company, you wouldn't be able to sit in my car. No. And absolutely not, Fran, because if not. you thought that the first one I showed you was bad, this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, oh, yeah, oh, that's yeah. a lie. No, no. way. What? She probably got a steering wheel wrap. I'm telling you, there were yeah. guys. The picture he just showed me is like 15 of them there, stacked yeah, up under the mirror. It's yep. definitely like a ton of them. But there were like four more emails Are with them in okay? there. Okay, and that was all I saw. I mean, I mean, a lot of people talked about Alzheimer's, but you I know really what that to reminds me of. <laughs> You ever watch someone's YouTube videos or even been in someone's house and the fire detector, what is it called? The smoke the detector. Smoke, mm-hmm. The smoke detector's going off. The mm-hmm. beep, uh-huh. beep, the chirp. I'm like, are you okay? Like, how how do you function with a sound like that going off for years? Because my neighbor, I had to knock on her door. And honestly, <laughs> and honestly, I toiled with it. I was like conflicted because I'm like, this is none of my business. Wait, so it was like the battery dying? It just kept yeah, beeping like that? Yeah, when it's dying, oh, yeah. it'll just beep. And some people batteries. leave it forever, yes. though. Uh-huh. They just never change it. And I, I gave her like a week. <laughs> and then I was going to... I literally my, was ready to pull noise. my yeah. hair out, and especially because right I'm sensitive. Ooh. I'm sensitive to sounds and yeah. smells. Like, think about it. I cultivate my space. Yeah, so, so you like, got time for her ass. Yeah, to be soothing. Here I am burning my resins and listening mm-hmm. to my music, and then you hear this, whatever the fuck it sounds like every, every like minute, every minute. It's every minute. I'm sorry. What's wrong with her nervous system that she could sit at home and have a chirp every right. fucking minute? So I knocked on her door and I felt like an asshole. What'd you was, say when she answered? Where it, is it? I'll change it. <laughs> I wanted to be like, here are the batteries. <laughs> change the fucking thing. God damn it. If you don't change that motherfucking smoke alarm, <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? I'm over here trying to sleep and can't. Change the batteries. Okay. I said to her, I was like, hey, I was like, this is... <laughs> You got till midnight to figure it out. What you tell her? Hey. I sound like the guy from Watch What Happens Live. Oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, I am so sorry to be that neighbor. I've never bothered you before. You are so gracious with how loud my music is. But the chirping is going to make me jump out of my window. And she busted out laughing. She was like, I will put the battery in today. I was like, thank you. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And I walked back to my apartment. She didn't change it for another two, three days. Oh, no. Nah. See, you should have just did it for her. You should have just been like, where is I it? I just should have just bought her the batteries. Like, girl, here, here, right. here. Put just a little put silk bow on them and something. No, I need, I, I need that peace of mind. Like, just show me where it's at. I'm going to do it. And Please, it's going to be done. Please come in with a stepladder. Like, ma'am, give me two minutes. But legit. You guys have to be mindful of your nervous system. I, when I see someone able to like just sit in sounds like that and sit in smells like that, they crazy. It, <laughs> it makes me wonder how stressed you are. <laughs> like your your stress levels, no legit, have to be so high 
that you are literally numb, numb to the attack, audible attack. <laughs> like people that need the TV on mm. to go to sleep. I'm like, what's wrong with your mind? That you need to like numb it out to be able to go to, go to sleep. I can just be silent. Like you're afraid of silence. You're afraid of, of like letting your mind be quiet. You're afraid of no sound. Even that scent. There was 50 trees on there. You could, you could smell it through the phone. <laughs> oh, my God. I could smell it through the picture. I was like, damn. Wow. This has always been my opinion when I see shit like that. But anyways, we're, here, we're neither here We did here. all that. <laughs> all that. I am dying. <laughs> all right. So on my end, I actually stepped into the SoundCloud streets this time. Okay. Back <laughs> in the SoundCloud streets. Right. So, oh, wait. I lost my comment. Oh, oh here we go. Shauna. Shauna says, I think that five years is actually a long time. Added on to the mental toll it may take on a person caring for a loved one with the disease. But I believe the majority of people would handle it in a different light. This man's actions are unacceptable the way he allegedly allows this new woman to pop B. Smith in public and has a clout chasing agenda is disgusting. If it is true. I'm currently listening to all of the Friend Zone episodes from your very first one. Wow, thank you. Okay. And remember your fake news episode and would just challenge everyone to do their own research versus a he said, she said. What are we supposed to do? Go over there? <laughs> Informing an opinion <laughs> on this man's actions. Invite us to dinner. We'll tell you the facts. <laughs> but if this shit is true, I really hope. Wouldn't that be crazy if we could do shit? Uh, she wrote, I hope B. Simone. Ain't B. Simone oh, the other no. girl that be like, girl on- my man. How does she do the voice? I can't do it. <laughs> oh do it, do it. No, you do it. <laughs> Wait, what is it she says? It'll come to me. You got to give me the line. First of all, <laughs> the fact that we compare V. B- <laughs> to B. <laughs> but I needed Fran to do it. I was like, Fran is about to do it. I what she says. I, I don't know what it. she says. Like, I don't know her punch or whatever. Damn it. It'll come th- back. But she just a bird. She just say bird stuff. <laughs> That's a lot. No, I don't know. All right. She will be some more. B. Smith experiences a miracle where she's able to be in the present just enough time to gather what is going on. Tell her raggedy ass husband off and beat the hell out damn beat the hell out of Alex that's right like, damn. like Queen Latifah and bringing down a house <laughs> great choice this week friend wow I don't great. I didn't get to that line so Dustin what you find in the Twitter street not anything as good as that that was amazing beat her and it I is. totally agree whoop her ass um okay so, yes, I did do Getting Grown podcast this week. And last week there was we talked about how um, one of the listeners wrote into their show and said that they spend the week that they spend. They, excuse me. <laughs> they said that they spend that moment of the week with their grandmother who was suffering from Alzheimer's listening to Getting Grown podcast and eating at the nursing home every week. Right? Oh, man. So they sent in a picture today. This is hot off the press. They sent in a picture today of their grandmother laughing at me on getting grown, saying ain't nothing wrong with Payless shit. And her grandmother is like literally cracking up. They eat Chick-fil-A. And <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Every my week when says, yeah, Right, friend? Right? No, stop it. And she laughs. Um, she told them to play no, the show with the cousin. So. <laughs> Shout She's out to in her. her robe eating Chick-fil-A. Yes. 
Um, oh my god! I also would like to give a shout out to Asia F Baby, and that's Baby Asia. with two eyes. Yep. Um, on Twitter, F really baby. cool girl. Um, I was looking for a clip from um, Basketball Wives LA season two <laughs> when Jackie Christie was going into the booth to rap. She was making oh, a song, and she said god. she on the record Asia label when she was rapping. This. And so I, when I watched Love and Hip Hop New York a couple weeks ago, I don't talk about it because ain't nothing going on. So mm-hmm. that's why I can just throw this in this moment. Right. But when I watched it a couple weeks ago and Sydney Starr was rapping, evoked, it immediately evoked the memory of Jackie Christie in his booth. He's been talking about this. And so I found the clip. Now, I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to play it. This clip. But I just know that I have it. And she it reminds me of that. Jackie Christie raps like Sydney Starr and vice versa. Please just play it. Please, I'm not going to do that. Um, I would also, I am not going to do, to do that. I would. What I will play for you, though. No, I'm not, because I'm going to make that the clip of the week. So never mind. Um, and I hate that I just did that because I try not to do that to you guys. <laughs> but um, I just thought that was really funny. And yeah, so that's it. <laughs> that's it this week. Because <laughs> what I really want to play for y'all, I can't do it. <laughs> it's really good. Really too, and it's really good. So I'm going to save it. For, I'm going to save it because it's going to be the clip of the week. It just can't be played this month because it ain't no black woman. <laughs> I will remind you. <laughs> Thank you. So, you guys ready to jump into this week's episode? Oh, I yeah. feel like I can do that. <laughs> so, I have a question for you guys. First of all, have you guys been on dates recently? <laughs> oh, my God, your face. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I have a question. When you go on dates, okay, you just met this person, you don't know them, you're headed to, I'm assuming, the restaurant, or I don't know where you guys take people out on dates. Mm-hmm. What kinds of questions tend to come up? Like, do you have stuff that you prepare? Not prepare, like, a list, but, you know, things that you kind of go into dates usually already asking. Or do you kind of just, like, let it flow intuitively and see where the conversation goes? I prefer option B. Mm-hmm. I cringe at the thought of option A. But that's just me. At the thought of things being prepared. Yeah. 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 No, fair enough. Like cringeworthy for me. I already saw your face when I said it. You, you, know, <laughs> you know me, friend. Like, I can't I can't do that. No, you need your moment. Yeah. I get it. I get it. It needs to feel natural. What about you? Asante? I'm the same. I'm very good at, like, improving. Okay. Oh, yeah. And through improving, do you find that there are questions that tend to come up that are similar? Like, things that you tend to want to know from new people? Go ahead. (laughs) Why did y'all both stutter? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there's always a good flow of conversation. So, like, if you, like, if I start off a a date with somebody that I've kind of, like, known for a while or, like, seen around for a while and I have things that I want to know, I'll, like, kind of go down, like, that sort of pipeline. But then if they take me down a pipeline of, like, so... Um, you know, how come you didn't talk to me all those years ago? Then, like, you know, it's kind of like a succession, like a, a process of where you go. Okay. And I just kind of like to take mine a certain way, but when it goes another way, like, you know, I feel like we're both asking questions that we want to know the answers to. Like a little interview. Or we should be. Right. We should be. I don't like no questions nobody want to know the answer to. <laughs> I hate that shit. Don't be picking my brain. Don't be trying to figure me out. Let's just ask questions based on like what's happening to us right now. You know what I mean? Questions that feel natural. (laughs) Like, you know, we get in the car. You know, I don't want you to say things to me like, so 
you know, what what kind of guys do you like, or what kind of you oh, know, yeah. or, um, what do you like to do for fun, or you know, like I hate. You all don't that like sh- those. No, and don't be, don't ask me nothing that I can tell you thought about before. Oh my and god, said, that's when I see hard. Him, when I see I'm him, nervous. I'm, I'm not even on a date. I don't even like that. Like let's just let's just. <laughs> so let's what's just the talk. question that you will tolerate? If anything that feels natural. You know what I mean? Anything that's relevant to whatever we're talking about at that time or, okay. you know, but I feel like if you're trying to, like, find something out about me, I'm immediately turned off and ready to be volatile. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my so God. you like questions that that seem to be coming from a yeah, present don't be, yeah. space. Yeah, don't be asking me those. Yeah, so, you know, so let's, let me get to know more about that. No, fuck that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. that was so funny. Okay, well, oh, yeah. the New York Times uh printed this article back in 2015 that Mm -hmm. I recently bumped into. And it's based on a study by the psychologist named Arthur Aaron, who explores whether intimacy between two strangers can be accelerated by having them ask each other specific series of personal questions. And he came up with 36 questions that he feels obviously will accelerate the intimacy between the two of you because when you go on a first date you know things are a little bit slow because you're kind of like easing in but do I want to accelerate it well that's the thing (laughs) you might not want to accelerate but then there are other people that might want to know just off jump whether I should waste my time with this like think about imagine asking someone I saw people on Twitter like when the R. Kelly doc came somebody was like this is going to be added to one of my date questions. Like, how do you feel about the R. Kelly situation? Yeah. You know, like just knowing See, I'm ready where people to go. <laughs> already knowing where people stand. Like, if they have like a docket. Yeah, like their position and th- their position. Oh gosh, I see where this is going. Their position and stance on different topics, just to kind of gain an understanding. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Position and stance (laughs) Mm. (laughs) To gain a a better understanding Of how they feel about life And where they're at mentally Emotionally, spiritually All these things So he came up with these 36 questions That lead to love We're not answering these right You absolutely are (laughs) We don't know date No we are But it's good to go through these questions Because I'm curious We're going to pass the iPad around And ask all these questions (laughs) I'm going to answer the questions But I just want to say one thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) The fact that he was able to Come up with these questions Mm -hmm. Compile them into a list And present them for our consumption Means that he did not have no dates to go on In the first place (laughs) And so I would like to know how he came up with them. <laughs> I would like to know how he know they lead to love. And I would like to know how he know anything about me because I feel like this is a personal attack. I'm going to answer the questions. But here's the thing. They created a YouTube series. Oh, Lord. So it's where they have dates, these blind dates, and they put two people in a really, it's a really nice room. It actually looks like my apartment. It's really like bohemian oh, okay. and calm. And they sit on the floor on these floor pillows drinking tea. So it's like really vibey and calm. And then they put the the questions down on the table and they proceed to ask each other. And it's actually really fascinating because some of the dates that you'll see and, and the, the YouTube series for those who want to catch it is called Tea for Two. And that's where you can catch it. And it's really good. I think they're about like two seasons in at this point. And it's fascinating because the questions do really pull out a lot of information that you probably won't get to months in. 
you know, you probably won't get to that information months into the relationship until months in, I should say. So it is an accelerated way of learning about someone on a first date. So I found it fascinating. Some of the people end up like really falling for each other super hard, you know, like the answers that the way they cultivate the responses and they're just staring at each other like, oh my God. And it's just like so sweet. And then there are other ones that the answers are so terrible that the girl knows immediately. I'm never seeing you again. And so it's good. I actually think people should watch it. Not so much that I think you should come to the date with this list. It's not even for that. But I do Please think... Please tell the people not to do that <laughs> because you know they will. I know, but I do think <laughs> I do think it says a lot about what the average person is looking for in the sense that people are looking... F- not everyone, because I already see your faces. Most <laughs> people are face. looking for a level of intimacy where they can be open. Right. You know, and they can have these connections that are a little bit deeper. And I found that the people that were willing to be open were the ones that connected beautifully and a lot faster and ended up on second date. The same theory. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to finish. <laughs> Go ahead, Fred. And the, the people I- that are open the idea. <laughs> end up on second dates. Go oh ahead, my Fred. god! Because <laughs> the idea is that mutual vulnerability fosters closeness. Now I like the direction this is going. Yeah, he said, and he's. This is one of his uh, quotes from the study. He says one key pattern associated with the development of a close relationship among peers is sustained, escalating reciprocal personal self disclosure. What? So the more I know about you, (laughs) the more you know about me, and it escalates, gets deeper and deeper. It's reciprocal, so you don't feel like you're out there telling me all your shit, and I'm just sitting there nodding. Just levels to it, and so I thought it was really exciting. (laughs) Right? Yeah. But there is one final task that I think is intense, because we actually did this on my retreat. He says he suggested staring into each other's eyes for four minutes. (laughs) Could you you think you could do that on a date? <laughs> on a date, so uh, yeah. Oh, you know what? On a date. <laughs> oh my God, Dustin, yeah. not like that. You know what? Because you know, that, at the table at the restaurant. Look, so so we hands <laughs> above or under. Above. So look, we ordered the appetizer, and then that's that's gonna be your four minutes time, like. <laughs> Oh, no, we supposed to order drinks in the bar because the bar should take four minutes. It's a lot harder than people realize. We did that on my retreat. I think Jarrah only had them do two minutes and I was in tears because we all say we want intimacy. And then there's something about someone looking you dead in your face, deep in your eyes with no words, no trees hanging from the car, no TV playing. (laughs) (laughs) Just you two silent staring at each other. Very intimate, very overwhelming. My vulnerability was on display and I couldn't handle it. That's what let me know I had some work to do. (laughs) (laughs) But so here's what. Yeah, it's intense. So here's one of the questions. And they range. Some of them are like really silly and light. Some of them are pretty intense. So I'll start with one of the sweet. We only doing what, like five or ten of these? Well, we can't do 36 because it'd be maybe we'll do like a two part. Right. This ain't Wu-Tang. So here's one of the questions. Question. When did you last sing to yourself? Today. Earlier. <laughs> right. I really? do that all the yes. time. That's so cute. What mm-hmm. about to someone else? Oh no. Um. Ooh. You know, I can't sing, so <laughs> I just be singing to be like goofy. Right. But I will matter. sing to you Saturday. <laughs> you sang to someone on Saturday? So did hit a note. <laughs> 
<laughs> I sure did. Asante. The last time I sang to somebody, mm-hmm. you be singing to people. <laughs> no, I don't. That's why I was like, um, I don't think I did that. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> only you knew. Well, I sing. I sing to myself every day. Oh, I be day. singing to y'all. So I was, yeah, I, be, I, sing I, I probably the sang to Chris or somebody last week. Oh, you did that earlier. No, but that ain't what this. That ain't that ain't what <laughs> no, Anthony Gaskins is talking about. Tony Gaskins <laughs> is a black one. This the white mate. the white Tony Gaskins wrote this, <laughs> and that ain't what Anthony Gaskins was talking about. He said when you be singing other people. <laughs> yeah, I sang to the ladies. I even read y'all a poem the other day. Okay, here's another one. Okay. I want a difficult If one. you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, <laughs> would you change anything about the way you are living now and why? <laughs> Y'all's faces. Yes, I would change something about the way I'm living now. What I would sure would. I would aggressively um, seek closure to relationships that I have ended, mm. that I don't feel like I have, like, actual closure with but I've just moved forward from I would get closer to from those because I wouldn't want to die with any relationships family relationships friendships that have ended whatever I wouldn't want to die with any of those open ended if I could which means I probably should do that anyway I was literally going you know, to say I want to add a question to the thing <laughs> oh my why God. haven't you done this because fuck that shit <laughs> but you know I ain't dying you know what I'm saying but if I was dying then I'd be you know looking at it through a different lens <laughs> for sure <laughs> Um, <laughs> I would definitely live life a little bit faster, but I've always kind of wanted to do shit for other people. So I would try to find a way, whatever way to do something really big for other people before I go. Like you just got a, a lot of time, brother. I, I know. So I would just try to <laughs> figure one year. Even if I did like a bunch of little stuff, like, um, like the other day on the train, this woman, she asked me if I could help her carry up her bike to the uh, to the top of the stairs, and I did it just because. And then she tried to hand me some cash, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm good." And she was like, "It's fifteen bucks," and I was like, "Oh, well, thank. Well, I'm good." <laughs> Which you know, fifteen dollars is a lot of money. I, I should have taken that, but I was like, "I'm good." I really just helped her because I was waiting. I know he wanted to. Yeah. Right. If you wanted to take something from her, you would have been like, "Yeah, I can help you," and then took the bike. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my okay. god. <laughs> fifteen dollars, girl. If I was trying to come up. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell? So I just want to make a bu- uh, impact, even if it's just a bunch of little shit along the way before I go, because I was just like doing shit like that. Like, with, oh. like when I moved, my roommate, I gave him my TV. Uh-huh. I, like my my next door roommate, he was he a cool ass nigga. He's smoking everything. Yeah, he's and he's yeah. He's was, been there for a while. Yeah, and we was kicking it. He was like, "Damn man, you leaving?" He's like, "Yeah." So what's going on? I was like, "Yeah, you know, I just got to get out of here." And I was like, "You you want this TV?" He was like. Uh yeah, how much? And I was like, you could just keep it, man. Because okay. you know I had just got a new TV, and he was like, yeah, man, I'll take it. And I was like, cool. I know just he was like, in. what the fuck? I know, man. He was not expecting that shit. That's he was really like, dope. what? Did y'all yeah. finally mess around? No. Oh I'm just my playing. god, <laughs> I'm just look, playing, look, y'all. That's you know, not related. The finally to took me out. No, <laughs> <laughs> No, if I knew I was dying in a year, yeah, Fran, what would you would you live any differently? Now you're pretty close to doing it right. (laughs) So would you live any differently? I don't know that I'd live any differently. I'm pretty happy with how I treat people, how people treat me. You know, even just my lifestyle. But I would admit I would probably be more social. 
Mm. Yes. With the people that I love. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say yes more. I get it. You know what I mean? When people ask me, come out this Saturday, you know, sometimes I'm like, uh. But even though I think I've been better, I've been yeah. going to a lot you more have. stuff. But I would, I think I'd make it a point to see the people that I love a lot more than I do now and be less of a hermit. <laughs> That's probably the only thing that I would change. Everything else I'm pretty happy with. Okay. How do you feel? About your relationship with your mother. I love her. I love her. Look, it is. <laughs> Dead. I, I, I love my mother. That's it. That's, she's she's the number one. Sweet. Y'all have a really good relationship. She's amazing. I actually call her. <laughs> Damn. Because since this is a date, right? I guess I should open up yeah, about it. Yeah, come on. Um, when I was moving on Saturday... Do you know, before I talk to you and Crystal, I can't believe I'm about to tell this on this damn show. Well, think but, about it for a minute before you do it in. That's okay. So, like, hopefully this is going to be one of your other uh, questions any damn way. But the last time I cried, like, if somebody would ask me that, like, a week ago, I would have been like, oh, or something small like Grey's Anatomy or something random like that. On Saturday, when I was leaving my spot, it was so emotional for me. I FaceTimed my mom in tears. And she was like, what's the matter? What's wrong? Oh. And I said... I'm about to get in the cab and leave this spot for the last time. And then she just started smiling. She's like, and you called me. <laughs> oh, oh. Yep. And your most vulnerable moment. And, That's yeah. That had to yeah. Fit I in. was like, you know, I had it. Cause you know what? It, it took me back to leaving Atlanta and how she was so emotional when I left, but she held that until like the very end. So then here I was at the very end of my journey in Harlem Well, for this go around. Cause who knows? I might move back. I don't know. But, um, for this like journey, cause I already was like, I'm going to start this new thing in Brooklyn and the moving truck took all my shit. So then, as I was about to like, I was like laying my keys out and then I grabbed my bags and I was like, damn, I ain't going to see the niggas on the block no more arguing and all the shit that I had like grown so endeared to. It was taking me out. Did you get to see the couple before you nope. left? Damn. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to go back up there anyway see them to again. see them. So I'm going to bump into them and they probably going to say, we ain't seen you around. I'm going to tell them. But I might move back to that neighborhood like in a year or two from now any damn way and they'll still be there. Yeah, you don't know what the hell gonna happen. Right. <laughs> Woo. Dustin Ross. Um, I love my mother. And I also come from the old school where we don't talk about our family outside the house. Right. So I have a wonderful relationship with my mother. <laughs> I love her. She's an amazing, Relatable phenomenal content. woman. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh my God. I fucking Next right question. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Uh, hat. I'm old school, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we are we everything is fine. Go ahead. <laughs> oh my god. Um, we're rebuilding. We've been rebuilding for a, a couple years now and things are definitely looking up. That's wonderful, friend. Yeah, it's nice. Cause for a long time we just didn't have that connection, but I'm happy that things are much nicer. You know, it's interesting when your parents stop looking at you as their kid. Mm-hmm. Like that moment where it's not so much you're their kid, but you're like two adults now. Mm-hmm. It's such a fascinating twist of, you know, because now she'll like ask me things or sometimes I'll say something that me still thinking I'm a little kid. I'll kind of cringe like, oh, why did I say that in front of her? And then she'll just laugh 
you know, or or mm-hmm. like give a story that connects to something she was she had gone through or had thought about that was similar, and it kind of just reminds me like you're an adult, dude. <laughs> like wow, you guys can friend. have these conversations, and it's not weird. And even though sometimes I still feel like, do you ever feel that way? Where you still feel like you're a kid, like mm-hmm. talking about certain things. Like she's, I told y'all she's dating. And she, I'll jokingly be like, "How's your boyfriend?" And then in my head, I'm like, "Ew." Right. <laughs> but it's just cute. I think we are, like I always say, we raised each other, and it's nice to see how things are working out for us now, which has been pretty nice. Y'all two good women, friends. <laughs> we are two good. Oh my god, these questions. Sorry, I just saw one that's like really heavy. <laughs> one that you're not asking, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to ask it. Oh, okay. Of all the people in your family, mm-hmm. whose death would you find most disturbing and why? Jeez, Louise, imagine asking that on the first day. Clearly, I'm ordering an Uber. <laughs> um, everybody. Intense. Shit. I'm, my, my, anybody that I'm close to. That's it's just devastation. You know what I mean. Well, you have a that big I'm, nuclear family. Yeah. Well, yeah, I have relationships with. I'm close with my very close with my sister and my brother. You know, fiercely close to them. Mm-hmm. Um, my first cousins and I are really, really close. Some of my second cousins and I. You know what I mean? Like so, I that that's a terrible question. First of all, it right? Is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> how the fuck are you supposed to decide who you're gonna be less sad about if they die? <laughs> what kind of shit is that? Like, that's how you get cussed out on a first date, right there. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You might as well tell me my mama. Your mama, nigga. That's the same thing. Equivalent. <laughs> I'm not. What is this? It's, I'm telling you, these questions range. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it's probably going to be the same for me because, like, my mom and my dad and then my sister, like, it would kind of, like, any of those would jar me because w- there's so much history and all these people with me. Yeah. And there's so much, That's like. your little cocoon. Yeah. So, like, I've always wanted nothing but the best for anybody and everybody. So, to lose anybody would just kind of take I me. I over here and got an attitude. I right. Don't lie. That, like, that, like, takes me all the way out of my element because losing anybody kind of, like, is like losing a piece of myself and all the shit that I need. So. I don't know about that. Fran, pick a different question. Well, mine, oh, wait, yeah, answer the I question. I don't even want Fran. you to answer. I know. Like, well, mine is easy because I don't have siblings and yeah. I don't, my dad and I right. don't talk. So, your mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's obviously I'd be sad if yeah, anyone yeah. in right. my family passed. It's never easy. Death is not an easy thing to process all the time. But she's the one that. It's heavy on my chest sometimes. Like, you know, I tell you guys all the time that I turn off my phone at night because mm-hmm. I just sleep better without electronics. Mm-hmm. And there's always that little ping in my mind that even though I'm doing that for self-care because it works for me, there's always that ping of like, but what if something happens and she calls and can't reach you or needs help? And, you know, so she's the only person that that, that thought even like stresses me out. I remember one day out of nowhere... I don't know if I was high or something, but I just had like a full out panic attack thinking about her passing and the day I have to get that phone call. And I I'm completely like, understand. Ooh, and I and then I was like, Fran, come back, come back to reality. It hasn't happened. The good thing is she finds it funny. Like when I talk to her about her passing, she cracks up all the oh, time. Lord. She'll be like, oh, don't worry. It won't be anytime soon. Or she'll be like, she can't wait to haunt me because she knows <laughs> I'm scared of ghosts. So she says she's going to be pushing my lamp or turning it on <laughs> or make, moving my towel. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, it's just not funny. Me and my mom, we've become friends. So like if I lost her, it would definitely be messed up because it'd be like losing my best friend too. So oh, like yeah. that definitely... 
it's something that I, I think about out of everybody. Like I, cause I love my, like my dad and my sister and I think about like losing them. But if my mom, that would rock my world and fuck me all the what? way up. Like that would turn me upside down just because I think about her holding all of us together and all the things that she's done. And the like, glue, yeah. Psh. And I was, I was, my biggest thing is like, how do you recover from something like that? How long does that take? And that's, that's man, something that I don't I'm, think you do. I just think you learn how to live how to cope. differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nothing I mean, that's what I always hear. Yeah. It's not something you get So, over. yeah. Yep. What's the next one? Fucking question. Imagine Fuck this question, this man. Come on, a day. That's intense. Hell no. Nah. Complete this sentence. Okay. I wish I had someone with whom I could share bodily Bills. fluids. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Same thing, basically. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Bills and bodily fluids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish I had someone. You love to go half on some bills now. That's the one thing that might be making me think. Be like, you I know mean, what? That would be nice. Like, but... not that I ain't even got it, but it would be better that I could have just half of it. Like, woo. You know, the one thing I wish I could share with somebody on a consistent basis. Like, oh, every boy. time I did it, QCNA. being serious, right? Mm-hmm. Showers. I love like there's no thing really? more fun than like you know having somebody that you have that sort of oh, relationship with so cute, and being Justin. in the shower together like that's it's a lot of fun. That is really cute. <laughs> it's something that it's a great bonding bonding experience. You is know, it? if I wash your ass, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That's you know love. that is so true. <laughs> that's love. I don't wash and that it also oh, for adds, us when you shave our legs. Yeah, stretch your leg over that side of that tub, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying let me run that razor. Let me run that shit. <laughs> On down your, on down your chin. <laughs> okay, He's on down. it's a bonding He's experience. Down. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Chin. I thought you said chin. I was like shade, <laughs> <laughs> not chin, shade. <sighs> I get it threaded. Thank you very much. Okay, so mine would be ease. Someone I can share my ease with. Mm-hmm. I think one thing I'm really strong at as a partner is that I'm so strong at cultivating my own ease. And I'm good at making people feel calm, especially in the moments that they most need to figure out how to tap into that feeling. I think that's something I'm really good at. So that's probably something I'm looking forward to sharing. That means you would have been one of the one of the disciples if you was alive in the Bible times. <laughs> Fran would have been the the apostle friend. <laughs> she would have been the apostle friend because <laughs> she would have been calming niggas down like, easy, my child. <laughs> Burning the Palo Santo in the painting. Yeah. Okay, friend, what if you want to date and the nigga goes, my life. Look, at, You looking for someone to share what with? My life. I'm looking for someone to share my life with. Ooh, imagine. Pull that hand right back. <laughs> <laughs> Not up in here, you ain't. Do you guys get turned off on dates when they ask you if you're looking for marriage or kids? Yes. That, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that a question that, like, triggers you? Yes, and it comes up quite often. I imagine. Want. Why mm-hmm. does it trigger you? Because, first of all, you don't even know me like that. And even if you do, you should <laughs> know not to ask me no dumbass question like that. So that's how I know you don't know me like that. 
And second of all, like, don't be trying to gauge my response. I think that's what I have against this whole Q&A system on dates. <laughs> Go ahead. Don't be trying to gauge my response to shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be trying to measure me up against no thing. I feel how I feel about stuff. You know what I'm saying? And you asking me, like, well, what do you think about this? Like, it's like you're looking for, you know, somewhere to place me on the pegboard. I don't, I don't think don't it like would that. be a measuring. No, nah, nah, and I believe I think everything it's nice. you say. I think it's nice to just feel you out. These are well, questions. You know, I like Here that you go. <laughs> <laughs> These are questions where I really genuinely get to see how you feel about life. I don't think that's a bad thing. I do. <laughs> I would answer your questions, but I know you would ask me good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, most other people just trying to see what you think about shit. Don't be letting nobody ask you no questions, Asante. <laughs> I don't. Because yeah, no, no. normally the questions are really boring. Because, like, the whole. I don't give a fuck what it is. The, the marriage. The, the marriage, like, those questions I feel like are kind of boring. Because sometimes. It's also predictable. Yeah, but, but like, right. don't you want to develop <laughs> like, something? On. Like, like isn't this the, kind of the whole point? Like, if we're going to be doing this, we want to get somewhere, like, somewhere we want to agree to, like, do whatever together or stuff for each other or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, when people are like, are you looking for marriage? I want to be like. No, I'm not looking for no damn marriage. Like, you see how old we are? You think I'm thinking about fucking marriage right now? But, like, if I met someone and she was just going well and it came up, then sure, why the fuck not? But you asking me about it, and it's kind of like a, yes, I'm trying to I have a, a two-year plan. If I don't find it, it works out Yikes. six months down the road, and a year we move in, and next year we engage, or whatever the fuck people do. I'm like, no, I don't want to And do the first that. thing they do is say, oh, see, I asked him, was he looking for marriage? He's not serious. He's not that. But let's dial on back. Let's pull the wagon back a little Come bit. On. You asked me when we just met if I was ready for marriage. You the weirdo. Right. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Well, like that, look, I, that I'm, gets on lost. Fe- I'm on the fence <laughs> with that question and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. There is a part of it that is annoying because it's like, are you looking to get married? Like you just into the concept of it? Or do you want to meet someone and be inspired to be married? To I don't want someone that's on a clock and then right. kind of checking off lists like, right. OK, she's marriage material because that right. marriage isn't that True, to me. Old. There are people who really genuinely just want to be married. They right. don't care who it's with. And I don't want one of those. And I don't want one of those. <laughs> my God. But. It's also a fair question because yeah, so if I can end up with one of those. Well, not only that, <laughs> but there are people that don't want to get married at all. True, and there are people that do want to get married. Same with kids. There are people that don't want kids. I would rather know you don't want any kids than for us to fall in love and then the question comes up and you're like kids, and then I'm like, oh my kids? god, are you serious? Like I want kids, and then we avoid. The fact that we avoid hitting that wall of us having completely different plans for our lives because that would suck. Look what happened with Jeannie Mai with her husband. Yeah. They had to divorce yeah. because initially he was cool with the fact she didn't want kids and then suddenly changed his mind. But, it, you know, that's that would be heartbreaking right. for us to have to and like she seemed like she's doing ways. all right well oh, yeah oh, you I mean, saw her in that cool. picture with Jeezy <laughs> well call my Jeezy. call me naive because but that's why I think that question I'm kind of on the fence I, and I feel you and but call me naive because I can't even believe I'm about to reference this but that's there's a show or there was a show Ready to Love and they had a couple on there well first off they had a, a few people it was a dating show and there was a man who ended up with the woman and he, the man wanted kids and the woman didn't want kids and he ended up like they ended up choosing each other and I thought it was so interesting because they were like so in love with each other that they were willing to battle that out or duke that out and like but they still wanted to be each other like that was a stronger urge to them I'm so glad you said that because that's literally the point that I was about to make I would rather fall in love with somebody 
like me, <laughs> number one. But <laughs> no, no, but somebody like me who does not want to get married, who okay. doesn't even want those things, because then when they happen, if they were to happen, you know that it's rooted in in love. You know right. that that person like, and then on a petty note, you'd be like, I'm such a bad motherfucker that this motherfucker wouldn't even want yep. to get married. And boom, and we all up in you know uh, architectural digest showing off our <laughs> yeah. motherfucking house and shit. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I totally yeah. get that, yeah. and that's how I feel about it too yeah. I don't I don't go into it like I want to get married everything for me even with kids I'd love kids of course I think I'd be an awesome mom but I don't want to time it where it's like oh my god I only have 10 years right no all mm-hmm. I say to myself is that would be beautiful to meet someone that inspires a child you know what I mean yes. that we both love each other so hard that it's like yo we gotta bring a kid into the world with this feeling that we feel like that would be so cool to me same thing with marriage but I'm not sitting here like you know counting off the date of when it can happen and yeah. you know some girls have like files some men too because I've had men come at me super hard about it That's, Something mm-hmm. they asked me early, like, mm-hmm. so, you know, when we get married, I'm just like, what are you talking about? I'm trying to have a son, uh, you know, yeah, a new heir, and like, you be the heir, you know, the goddess of my life. Because like, they the like the concept of marriage, and they like the concept yep. of you, but it's like. And a trophy. You mm-hmm. don't know much. Especially you, friend. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> They're trying to make you a trophy Because they have early. the wrong idea. They think I'm going to be making them creams it's, and right. burning incense. I'm like, <laughs> Little do they tough know. luck. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Tough titties. Because I'm probably going to be on a flight when you need your meal. Okay. <laughs> talk about it. Talk With the about damn baby. It. <laughs> <laughs> so your house containing everything you own catches fire. <laughs> Don't. Oh, you know what? I need to finish buying insurance, After saying your loved ones, after saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save one item what would it be and why i'm so sorry ask that one more time for me well your house burns down with everything in it you saved your pets you saved your loved ones but you have time to go back in to save one thing what would it be and why my phone charger <laughs> that's the right because with that with you that can i can do one. all things <laughs> As long as my phone is charged up, I feel like I can fix everything else. <laughs> and if I, if not that, then I'm going to go back and get my, bo- I have a box of like keepsakes. Yes. Oh, I was so like, one box. Like, like letters. Yeah, yes. letters, oh, things from special moments, all that kind of shit. And I think it would be wise now that we're having this conversation, if I put some things in there for emergency purposes, you know what I mean? Why not create one box for both things? That way I can have all my emergency aid items and all my keepsakes in one swipe. So Right. Mm. So I think that's what I would do. I would honest on all jokes aside, I would go back and get all of my keepsakes and my weed truck. <laughs> no, I'm just I was thinking to myself, well, I'm sure I'm having a weed. <laughs> run into a fire to get your weed. Look, I, I'm sure I'm be holding when when a fire <laughs> catches anyway. Well let it burn. Time, you know what let I'm saying? Burn. You might as well let it burn let and just burn. stand outside the house. Let it burn. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What would you run and get? Well, I was saying, I'm sure I'll be holding a joint anyway. Oh so let me just put that out right quick. <laughs> you sure you want to be high in the middle of a fire? That's when you need to be. Really? I need to be calm right now. I'm so angry. My things, my clothes. You don't think it would like interfere with your sharpness? And your it's going to make me oh, sharper because no. my skin going to be extra sensitive to all that damn heat. So I'm like, I need to hurry up and get the fuck up out of here. 
I need to figure out where my shit at. Um, so there is a box of keepsakes, and it's just keepsakes that I have, and it's like literally like concert shit, like first uh, IDs, like old pictures from school, like all sorts of shit in this one box, and that's the thing I will go back and get. Everything else can go, I guess. What about you, Fred? I would think I would run and get photo albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's something you can't replace. Yep. Like, once that's gone, that's gone. Yep. You know, everything else, for the most part, you can buy again. Luckily, your loved ones and pets are fine. But that's something that, like, I've seen people who have had fires, and that was, like, the biggest thing that they regretted. That or not regretted, because you can't do about loss, it. But that yeah. was their biggest loss that, that kind of ate the most. Yeah. Did it really? Mm-hmm. A bunch of shit. Well, a couple different times. There was a flood in the apartment complex oh, that I stayed in, and that shit all suffered from water damage. And oh. there was also a fire. And there were albums that I used to look through all the damn time. Right. I used to look through the albums all the damn time. It was me when I was younger. And then some yearbooks are gone, too. I love photo albums. My mom yeah. has all of them. Like, mm-hmm. she has saved everything. Every school picture, every class mm-hmm. picture, <laughs> everything from, you know, me being born. She even saved uh, the souvenirs from my baby shower. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, she has one, like, intact that she keeps, which is kind of bugged out to look out because it has the date. That's a- so cool. Yeah, April 10th. My birthday, your baby shower was on my yes. birthday. <laughs> it was on your birthday. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that cute? Me and you us never part, friend. <laughs> Look at your name and say, it is already done. <laughs> oh already God. done. Thank you, friend. So wow. freaking cute. So stuff like that, you know. Every time I look at it, there are times when I'll be like hard on myself or whatever space that I'm in that might not feel the best. And I noticed that, like, looking at something like that and even pictures of when you were little and things were different. And I wouldn't even say simpler times, honestly, because shit was hell back then, too. But for the (laughs) most part, it helps ground me and just kind of remind me that, like, this is all, like, Haas always says, a video game and we're just figuring it out as we go. It's already done. It's already done. It's just very, very calming to look through those pictures. Okay. (laughs) Here's another one. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? It's a good one. Damn. (laughs) Not necessarily my death, but I would want to know. Gosh. Not. I would want to know like my downfall, like or my demise, or something like that. Really. Yeah, I would as much as I would want to know like how successful I would be, I would want to know like what would be the thing to like take me down or take me out cuz a lot of people can see that and try to avoid it that whole time. But I feel like if I by seeing that it would kind of just show me like damn, this is what I'm be dealing with and like not just wait for it to come but just kind of watch that process how it lines up. But don't you think knowing would change it? No. And the only reason I think that is because I watch all these shows or movies where people try to change the outcome and it still ends up happening anyway. So just knowing, because, and that's why I always like these, I can't even. What's that movie? Final Destination. (laughs) Yeah, where they kept, and it just kept happening. But in my mind, I always like those movies uh, where the person that's like about to die or something, they were always like, I always knew this day was going to come. So like, just to kind of know, like, all right, let's say I, I get really successful in the company and my company, there's a downfall for a scandal or some shit. At least I know that that day's going to come where I could sit and be like, it's already done. It was already done. Like it was going to happen. Damn, bro. 
I just need to know that type of shit. Now, now how successful am I going to be? And they're like, oh, you're going to be this big and that big, blah, blah, blah. That would be amazing to know. But then I feel like I would walk around with like a big head until that happens. And it might get fucked up in the game or somehow I'd fuck that up. I don't know. I want to know the bad shit. I don't want to know anything about my outcome or what's to come for me. I would rather know the trajectory of like, if I can have multiple people, then cool. But if it would just be one of my friends or loved ones, I would want to know what's going to happen with them. If it would afford me the opportunity to like cause a shift for the better. So like if I knew what was going to happen to you and I could then make a change in something that would happen in your life to avoid it. I would vote for that as oh, opposed wow. to so finding you would out. Yeah, I would find give out it about to someone close. To yeah, because I don't want to know what's gonna happen to me in that regard. I'm a boss to the wall kind of nigga. You know what <laughs> oh I'm saying? My God. I just like to let it happen. You know what I mean? And I feel all right with the outcome. I'm good. But if I could find out if if like I said, I could get multiple, you know, people, great. But if I only got one person, I would definitely just pick it that way too for somebody else. I would try to fix it for like one of y'all or something. It could just oh. be a superpower. Superpower. Yeah. Like, like I got you Like Fran I think you should Stay home tonight You know what I'm saying Some shit like that Trust me on Yeah <laughs> What about you You know I think Mine would be mushy There's a part of me That would want to know Like when am I dying But then I feel like I'd have anxiety And like not fuck. even death right. like, I'd be anxious every right. day Like oh my god I only have five more years Like so would my downfall Be like for a racist comment Or something Like No I mean that's fair Like enough. Roseanne Wouldn't you want to know no, Not swear. Roseanne But I think for me It'd be mushy I'd want to see Like is there a family waiting that's waiting to be developed and what do they look like like give me a, just a peek at like a family vacation I just got chills really? because what if that meant like what if you asked what if you asked for that friend and you were like sitting in a room and they were like this is your peak right and mm-hmm. then, and literally like the screen swept and like you're sitting in a movie theater right 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 that's and exactly the screen how literally it. like sweeps and you're getting like a camera a, a surveillance camera view into your house yes. for like 10 seconds that's exactly what you I want you get a 10 second clip where you see whatever is going on in your house like 20 just years just a random day in yeah, my house in 20 years. I would want just a 10, 15 minute sneak to see what that looks what like. What if they show you and like. you're like in a, a relationship with like four people, like you're in like Holy a poly shit. relationship. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm just saying. In a one bedroom house. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all headed to divorce court. Uh, what if they show me and I'm just cleaning my floor with the Hoover? Oh, <laughs> and what's the theme song? <laughs> Hoover, no. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> like you. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, maybe wow. that's the prophecy right there for all of us. God damn. That's so funny. That's all right, wow. friend. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. So here. <clears throat> Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? <laughs> Secret hunch about how a secret hunch. No, nothing. You never. The only thing I know is that I I believe it'll be something (laughs) random. Every time it'll be some random. Random. It'll be some freak accident with me. That's how my life is. Like, like you're buying M and M's and something fell. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Or I just fucking fall out somewhere. Like that's it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that. that, I think that's how I'm gonna go. Cause I'm not really the you know lingering type. I don't never stay around till the lights come on. You know what I'm saying? Like I just be, I go. So I think that's how my death will be too. Oh, what about I you? I have no idea. 
I, no, I feel like, never thought about it. Well, when you say visions, like sometimes I'll be walking and I'll think I'm slipping and I'll imagine my cracking my skull on the side. Like I will. Oh, Jesus. Like, oh. I'll randomly. <laughs> for real, I'm saying. So you talking about visions, like I'll randomly. Well, no, I added a, the visions part. It literally just asks if you have a hunch. Oh, I have zero idea. I Because I regularly sometimes be clumsily thinking like, oh, I could die right there. Like, <laughs> and so then I think, I think that these do thoughts. Do you never do that with sometimes you'll be driving and wonder yeah. like if it just swerves off a bridge my brain goes, yes you're not alone it's okay day. please it be, to me too. and let me tell you or even on flights or <laughs> when, let me tell you the flight that's happened to me but even in the subway when i'm on the train the platform and somebody will bump me i be oh what if they bump me all the way and i just fell down and like electrocuted my you know, damn that's self a thing i'm gonna look it up people, but i saw a thread one day on twitter where someone asked a question like do you ever get those thoughts because I think they wanted to know if they were weird or if it was common and then a lot of people were saying like they get those thoughts too and there was an actual name for it I'll find it but okay well mine might you are not alone well look mine might not be that because I'm gonna take you a step further and tell you how much weirder these thoughts get I always like after I'm done having the thought finally I'm like woo I wonder like in what alternate universe that shit played out and I was and I actually like ended or whatever yeah I think about that for certain like random fears I have Mm-hmm. Like I have a fear with you know sometimes when people have like shelves on top of their beds or art and I have this thing when I'm friend, sleeping that I fall off the wall I just Damn cannot it, friend, I and, can't put no shelves no, over my bed and now. you know I love home decor <laughs> yes. and anytime I look at things on Pinterest or the like little random IGs that I follow that give me apartment therapy ideas. There's always like people with shelves or art or some right. kind of thing. And I, it gives me anxiety even seeing the picture because I'm like, I cannot imagine feeling comfortable laying down and having a shelf right. or a piece of art or anything. It it's could like be being anything. married to a Republican. <laughs> Every night you got to fight for your life. I wonder if you're going to wake up in the morning. Oh, oh God. God. I understand. But So it makes me wonder sometimes, is it just a genuine fear of like it's going to fall on me or in a past life did something fall on me while I was sleeping and I just brought it. Or it could be epigenetics. Maybe someone mm. in my ancestry, it happened to them. And Shell I have that same fear, yeah, of things falling on me while I'm sleeping. But you're not alone. There was this movie back in the day called The One with Jet Li. And it was, <laughs> I always think about him because he did the movies with Ali and all that. But anyway, The One, it was a sci-fi thriller about... Uh, him, but like from an alternate universe coming to this universe because he'd been killing all the other alternate universe versions of himself because it was making him stronger. But they were showing like the different versions of Jet Li's character in different uh time loops and how like the girl that he was with would like either be his wife or girlfriend or how like they never met. And then the one in his universe ended up getting murdered because of these people and then he found one from a different universe and that shit and they still ended up being attractive. I always thought about all that weird shit. And so when I'm thinking about that dying, I be thinking about that. That shit, friend. <laughs> there ain't no term for that. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm too look far it gone. Up. No, I'm gonna look it I'm too up. Too far gone. All right, here's the last one. Thank you, Jesus. thank God. <laughs> the last one. This one about dying too. Let <laughs> <laughs> this one be about living. Would you like to be famous, and in what way? <sighs> yeah. In what way? Only because of my dream jobs are um, accompanied by fame. So, yes, I would like to be famous because the jobs that I want to do every day to make me happy inside, um, they have fame attached to them. So, sure do. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) 
And that's acting. Mm-hmm. Acting. I want to be posting. a full-time working actor. Amen. Um, and I want to be a television. Be. Yep. And I will be a television host. I would Amen. love to do Good Morning America or Today. I say this all the time. Good Morning America Today, Entertainment Tonight, you know, um, yes, a, a nighttime talk show. can with his suit? Yes. I would love. That's my dream. Those are okay. literally my dream Like, wasn't it Michael Strahan? Michael Strahan. That type of vibe. I can totally Here's the story. It. Really quickly. Mm-hmm. When I first moved to New York, I had gotten a third shift job and I was walk. I used to go to the gym in the mornings early and I was walking from the gym. They were taping Good Morning America in Times Square. Michael Strahan came out the studios and the people outside went insane. They were so happy to see him. Damn. And you know what that audience is usually comprised of, that morning show audience mm-hmm. of middle America families on vacation <laughs> with signs. It's really literally yeah. your reach is broad. Okay. People that have never seen somebody like you. He was a unapologetically black man in his walk and the cadence of his walk as he came out the studios. And I just was like, that is literally what I want to do. That's the energy. At, at concurrently. So yeah, I do want to be famous. And I remember when Michael Strahan was announced as the newest host, mm-hmm. I was so confused. Mm-hmm. I was like, from Regis to Michael okay. Strahan? But it's perfect because he's doing super well. Nailed well, that. Well, he's not in it. No. Nailed he, he, that he, he and left. Kelly. Okay. Yeah, he N- left to do his park. own thing, right? Nailed yeah. that and left and do, and now he's full-time on Good Morning America. Fascinating. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. So that is like... I see that for you. Thank you, my love. Let's put that energy because I completely see Thank that. You. And more. And <laughs> more because we can't even limit the acting, vision. Acting, 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 yes. acting. Yes. Thank well, you. Well, I mean, your story time is, is <laughs> putting that in the ether, so... What about you? Do you want to be famous and why? No. No? No. I don't want to be famous. I just want to be respected and I want to make, like, I want to make one or two good hit singles and I could just live off some royalties for the rest of my life. And keep it moving. And keep it moving. I just want to be respected. I want to be knowledgeable. I want to be useful and I want to be respected. Hmm. What about you? I already know your answer. What's my answer? No. Really? You don't want to be famous. <laughs> Why do you think that? Because you're a person who understands the value of privacy. Mm. And I know that you won't forsake that for fame. Right. So you don't. My answer mm-hmm. is that I want to create something that's famous. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to be me. Because when I think of people like Diane Warren. Right. Yes. You know what I mean? Like where she, you could literally be next to her in Target and have no, well, some of us would have an idea, but but for the most part, people would have no idea. Even a James Fauntleroy. Yes. You know, people that created things that we use every day, like that we have no idea who created this appliance, who created this, that. Steve Jobs obviously is a little bit different because he did become so popular because what he created was such a big deal. But I would really love to come up with something, whether it's a theory, a product, a service, a spiritual modality, something that people find so useful and is able to be life altering in some way hopefully for the best, (laughs) that has nothing to do with me, but that I just am able to make enough room in my life to channel it Mm -hmm. and create it and anchor it down in this reality and just spread it and have people be like, I need, like I love this. I needed yes. this. this. is beautiful. Even if it's a book, I don't know 100, something. One hundred thousand percent agree. Yeah, I used to when I was younger. I used to try to figure out like, damn, what can I create one day so I can make a patent 
Like just something. I mean, any damn too. thing. When I see what movie was it? I forget what it's called, where the lady created um dang, I forgot what she created. Debbie does Dallas. <laughs> No, she created the mop that's in the bucket. Oh, yeah. Um, Did you see that movie? Yes, I know exactly. With the, Jennifer. The, yes, is I know Jennifer what you're talking about. Willie? I don't know her name. <sighs> Jennifer Lawrence. But I, can't I watched think it of the on name the flight. It. I know exactly you what know you're what I'm talking, talking about. about. And yes. the QVC. Yes. And how she like went from like a broke house mom. She had to like sell her house. And, and then she created the fucking mop that has the bucket that yeah. rings it out for you. And then. Boom, her life changed. I think about that shit all the time. Like, if I could come up with, like, a cool patent for any damn thing. But that's, like, hella specific. Like, I mean, yeah. but shit. Cause no, but, I mean, something like that, that is just useful. I would love it. Even, like I said, even if it's a book. Like, when I think of Paulo Coelho, that he created The Alchemist, mm-hmm. and how The Alchemist has been translated in so many different countries. And it comes up every yo, year, It's been like in the a New, new York Times bestseller for, like, 3,000 years. Right. Like, you imagine how that feels? Do you sat in a room one day and focused enough, focused, because that's the biggest thing. You focused enough to get this work out. And now the world is able to use it. And that book has changed a lot of people's lives. Whether you think the book is good or not, I know people have no, different feelings the for impact, it. Yeah. But the impact, and most people I know that love that book, it like changed the trajectory of their lives in such positive ways. And I know he must be like, holy shit. Yeah. yeah. I can't even imagine what that feels like. And I, he's another one that if you saw him in a store, you probably wouldn't know. Yeah. And I think that that is cool. You have There's your privacy and your impact. Yeah. Perfect marriage. That's the perfect And it's marriage. so friend. And it's so me. Yep. So that's the well, goal. That's what I want. <laughs> so what do you think of these I questions? Want. Do you think that this would get help you get to know people <laughs> I, they better not ask me no questions like Mm-mm. this. On date. You don't like the questions at all. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there yet. But this look, was fun. Though. This was fun because you know what? This lets me know I would be a terrible date right now. I'm just not Why? there. Why? Because you don't want to answer these. questions. I don't. I mean that's fair enough. See you me, know, I would be excited. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you See, should come with a book of questions like this, but I would be excited to hear people ask me things that I haven't been asked before. And that's the thing. I was gonna say I would like. I, I don't mind ask answering questions on a date, but like when they're interesting in a manner that's kind of like of the moment. Like when you're asking like that kind of like this, because it almost feels like we're going to talk and try to figure out if we're going to be together or not. Because that's what this no, kind of feels no, like. Yeah, it can't it can't be with the intention of like, are like, you my one? Right. It versus has it to being be like an a, intention of like, I just want to feel you out and see if we can feel to get good together in this moment. And right. then hopefully it turns into another moment and then take right. it from there. So with it being like that, it kind of makes me be like, oh, OK, I would do that. But I'm not doing that right now. Right. So Don't I, I Ask me it. shit. <laughs> I get it. So to get, you got you, like, but no. get your gotcha chain over here. Well, I like it. Thank you, friend. I like it. I would it's love cute. for someone to on a date to be like, to just ha- you know, it's the same way I feel about interviews. I've actually stopped doing most interviews. You know why? People ask me the same questions. Mm-hmm. What's your morning routine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> When you were sick with your kidney, how did you change your life and turn it into a brand? And I'm like, yo, y'all are going to make me sound like a broken record on the Internet. And it's never me wanting to tell my story over and over. It's that no one has any fresh things to ask me ever. It's so frustrating to the point that I don't even want to do interviews. I've turned them down all the time now. 
But I would love for someone to hit me with questions that has me, you know, that have me thinking like, oh, my God, I've never been asked this before. What an awesome question. Maybe the fourth date. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. That'd be good. That'd be cool. All right. Well, this was fun. It was. Thanks, friend. Thank you guys for being down. When was the last time you ate a breakfast that you felt really good about? A breakfast that's nourishing to your body. Now you can transform your breakfast with Daily Harvest. Mm. Daily Harvest delivers carefully sourced, chef-crafted smoothies, savory bowls, overnight oats, and more built on fruits and vegetables. Everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to eat it and choose from more than 50 nourishing options for any time of the day. Ready to blend smoothies, savory harvest bowls, soups, and so much more. Just add water or milk to a smoothie or heat up a harvest bowl and enjoy. All of daily harvest ingredients are carefully sourced for maximum nourishment and flavor. You can actually see all of the ingredients when you open up the cup. Daily Harvest is the easiest, most delicious way to load up on fruit and vegetables any time of the day. Now, it's because of Daily Harvest, you guys, that I have been obsessed with raw cacao and mint leaves. I've literally been putting it in everything now just because they had a raw cacao and mint smoothie that I'd been drinking and I'm so obsessed with it. So, so you guys are really... Woo! So... Go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code FRIENDZONE to get three cups free in your first box. That's promo code FRIENDZONE for three free Daily Harvest cups at daily-harvest.com. Again, that's daily-harvest.com. Down to play. Now let's bring in the wind chimes. (laughs) So what toothpaste are you guys using, guys? You both have really beautiful teeth. Thank you. You do too. Thank you. I use Crest um, White. I can't remember what it's called, but it's in the purple tube. The the white optic white or something Ooh, like okay. that. No, that's Colgate. It's it's and it's Crest is what I something white. It's in the purple tube. Do you guys have like dental routines? I know you guys floss and yeah, I do only because my brother's teeth are whiter than the driven snow <laughs> and whiter than dancing to the words instead oh, of man. the beat. So um. But he uses baking soda and peroxide naturally. Like he he just mixes them up and brushes with that, and then he uses toothpaste as well. So oh, so that's his whitening trick. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I've adapted that into mine because his teeth. He has great teeth. Yeah, every time I see him, be like, "Nigga, your teeth look like baby shoes." (laughs) So yeah. So you do that too. Mm -hmm. I just started up probably about six months ago. And is that every day? Yeah. Well, because I also have to, you know, do preventative measures because I enjoy the sidewalk Mm, and I don't want to look like it. So I brush teeth, lips and tongue. Yes. Mm -hmm. Don't forget tongue scrapers. Got a tongue scraper. What about you? Um, I use Crest. No, I use Colgate um, with the whitening. It's in a blue tube. It's a gel. It's got the little strips, the little whitening strips in there. Um, I use that. I haven't been using the baking soda as of late, but that used to be my favorite. And But what I have been doing is I do the uh, activated charcoal. I chew up that pill yes. once a week. I used to do it twice a week, but I think it starts to cut my gums a little bit. Because mm. I, I did it a lot at one point. I was like, oh, I need to just go chew up me one of these pills right quick. Um, and then I also do Listerine. Like I do a little mouthwash wash rinse oh you took it back and now that i moved and i have more space i done brought back my um uh, my floss pick 
Oh, snap. My little portable water pick. The mm-hmm. little water pick. Shout mm-hmm. out to water pick. Remember when that we shit. shouted them out? You guys sold that out, Hell too. Hell, yeah. <laughs> that shit is useful. I Hell love yeah. that. I just Googled. I'm sorry. It's no. called the Crest 3D White. Oh, okay. The classic. But I really want to work with Colgate. Colgate, if you're listening, it's you a dream know. of mine. This little boy <laughs> here. And listen, his teeth would be ad I want to work with Colgate so bad. If you're listening, Colgate, let's figure this thing out so we can be together. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make this work. Colgate can ask me the question. <laughs> Go ahead, friend. Ross spread. That'd be so cute. Oh, I want to work with them. Go ahead, friend. I'm so sorry. have you guys ever considered using natural toothpaste? What's um, natural toothpaste? Eating <laughs> um, mint leaves or something? What is it? <laughs> This is the one that I use, so you guys can look at it. And you know what? I actually, it's super good. So I actually have to shout out Jade because Jade bought that for me. We had a conversation about this, but go ahead. Jade bought that for me because she she was using it. She got it from the natural food natural health store around her way in Mm -hmm. BK, and she was like. Fran would love this. Mm-hmm. When we were in D.C. staying together at the house uh, before our live show in Kia's brunch, she gave it to me. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to use this for a while and see how I feel about it. Because the thing, the thing about it, not all natural toothpaste work well to me. Like mm-hmm. sometimes they might have certain benefits like they will help remove stains from your teeth or you just feel like it's a different clean but then your breath doesn't feel super fresh because it just feels like the ingredients weren't strong enough to really like get in there in your mm. mouth in the morning. So, you know, then you have to like brush your teeth more often, which makes sense if there aren't a ton of chemicals and it's all natural. The potency is a little bit right. different naturally. So that's always been my struggle with it. And then there are different ones like Tom's. I know mm-hmm. it's like a popular one. I use a neem oil one, but the smell of the neem oil, if anyone knows what neem oil smells like, you know, like it's a tricky smell. It sounds like it stank. It's a tricky smell and it's not really something. <laughs> Why are you showing that? I just felt like putting neem oil. And you know, with your mouth, especially we are constantly hugging people and talking to people mm-hmm. and meetings and something you don't want to really play with. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so she gave me this one and I was like oh my god this one is like really perfect I've always been a strong supporter of activated charcoal you remember yes, you from have. my YouTube days yes. I think back in 2013 I made a video yes. about it that went really was really really popular it kind of put a lot of the charcoal conversation on the internet which was really awesome but this one doesn't just have charcoal it also has thyme oil Mm, with an H? Yes. Mm-hmm. Thyme oil, the essential oil, which is known to reduce tooth decay, bad breath, and gingivitis because it has antibacterial properties in the essential oil that help kill the bacteria that tend to cause those issues. Mm. So that is something that I was like, okay, thyme. I never would have thought of that in a toothpaste. You know me. I'm a research bug. So I was like, right. I have to see what the benefits are. Of course, coconut oil. Hello. Yes. Everyone knows that coconut oil has lauric acid, which is like a fatty acid, which makes up of like 50% of what coconut oil Oil, coconut, you hear me? Coconut, coconut oil is, and it attacks harmful bacteria that causes bad breath mm-hmm. and tooth decay, and it also is known to decrease plaque buildup. Love it. So those, and then it also has wheat germ. Wait, germs? <laughs> wheat germ. Wheat germ. Wheat, I would consider wheat, that wheat like germ. the embryo of wheat. 
Oh, got it. Okay. So okay, it's okay. what promotes the production of the plant. It's the, it's sort of the central part of the wheat kernel, and because of that, think about it. It aids in the production. It's the embryo, so that's where all of the vitamins and all of the minerals are stored. Funny enough, when people produce wheat and send it off for mass uh, storage, you know, to all the stores and the farmers. They tend to take out the wheat germ because it's so live. It goes Mm. rancid and can't be stored for very long. That's how you get white flour. And that's how you lose a lot of the health benefits while it, you know, they're deciding like we need to store this. The health benefits are not the priority. But that's, I'm the same way. <laughs> but that wheat germ um, is actually what is so helpful for your teeth. It's it's helpful with calcium. It's loaded with calcium, which everyone knows oh, keeps wow. your jaw bones healthy. And for us, especially now that we're getting older, it helps keep your teeth in place. In place. In place, because mine are definitely shifting. And then the last thing is that it has cardamom. Which is a spice. Yes. (laughs) And cardamom is awesome. I tend to use cardamom uh, in my oatmeal. I do like nutmeg, cardamom, and cinnamon. That's like my trio. Yeah, it's sort of a nice fall, warm, spicy. Uh, I actually got that from Claude. Shout out to Claude. That's how he makes his oatmeal. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. He put me on. I was like, this is good. Yeah, a little bit of cardamom with the brown sugar. Yeah, that should be It's a nice mixture. So the cardamom surprised me too because I was like, this and toothpaste and the cardamom extracts are actually effective in fighting cavities. Mm. So that, because cavities, is made up of these five bacteria is that cardamom is actually known in Indian holistic practices to get rid of. They actually chew cardamom seeds. Like that's part of like huge Indian practices, which I thought was fascinating mm. when I looked that up. I got to give me some of them Cardi B mama seeds. <laughs> Cardi B mama seeds. And then of course the charcoal, because it's a charcoal-based toothpaste. And the activated charcoal is usually created in a high heat process where the end product creates these tiny pores. And then those pores, that's what traps all the toxins. And it's adsorption, not absorption, but add with a D, which means you that get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that was really fucking good. Yeah, so instead of it like sucking it in or absorbing it, the elements actually bind to it. Mm. And so that's how it removes things like wine stains and coffee stains and berry stains and all kind of staining foods. Or like you said, you like to go for walks. Yes, all the kinds uh-huh. of things mm-hmm. that can create yes. discoloration. So what that's what the that's what is the strength of the activated charcoal, the adsorption properties. And of course, because of that, it also pulls in plaque, because plaque is acidic and that binds to the charcoal. So it's a five in one toothpaste. It's called the natural bamboo activated charcoal. You guys, it is so good. Like I mentioned, it's organic. It has thyme, coconut, wheat germ, cardamom, and bamboo. So it tastes really good. That's another thing. A lot of natural ones just have like weird Give me some of that too. taste. No, <laughs> and that's the thing. I bought a big box after she gave it to me and I used it up. I was like, okay, this is my new official toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Leaves your mouth so fresh. My teeth are whiter. I don't feel like I'm sacrificing smell or scent or anything for the sake of being natural, which I know is people's concerns with natural products, especially deodorants and stuff. But with this one... I kid you not, you guys, it gives the same fresh feeling as Crest or Colgate. But the beauty of it is that it also has all of these nutrients that are really helpful for your dental health, keeping your teeth in place, keeping the stains off. 
It looks like charcoal. It's okay. Black. Yeah, as soon as you put it on your toothpaste, you're like, on your toothbrush, you're like, okay. I'm going to have to give me some of that. It's really good. And I got a, um, what did I get? I think it was the six pack on Amazon oh, for, wait. I think, 30 bucks Okay, or let something. me order this oh, yeah. right now before I can't order nothing. <laughs> Hold on, friend, because. And you can either get it uh, at your local natural health store because they do have this. Or you can go to EssentialPalace.com. Or you can go on Amazon, which is where I got it because I don't live near a health food store, so I couldn't just go grab it. So once again, the company is Essentials Blessing, which I love that that's mm-hmm. the name. And it's the natural bamboo activated charcoal with vegetable base. It's the five-in-one organic. And you guys, I'm telling you, to be able to get the same deep clean of the more chemical based <laughs> toothpaste, but knowing that you're, it's nutrient rich, I mean, that's always the goal, struck right? Struck gold, yeah. Struck gold. So just wanted to put that in your awareness. Hopefully you're interested in trying it out. What's wrong? You try this. There are only 17 left in stock and I'm finna buy one right now. <laughs> Where on Amazon? Yes. Uh-oh. You so, know those about to be gone. Hold on. So. Deliver. <laughs> no, you didn't order it right Free, now. Yep. Boom. And please, when continue. you use it, give us your true feedback on it. I will. Because I, I would love to know how you feel about it, especially being that you're not someone who runs towards natural products. So we'll get like gonna be a minute Because I still got two tubes of toothpicks I have to run through. Okay, This fair is enough. just so when I'm, because you know, when I hate having to transition. I'll be buying like extra stuff so I can have it on deck. So when I'm done, like, let me just go another room and get another one. Right. <laughs> and uh, so that's just something I want to put in your awareness. And that's it for this week's wellness segment. Mr. Music Man. Thank goodness about that. <laughs> you are. said 17 left in stock. I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. But I know there were a lot on the Essential Palace. And yeah. I'm saying essential. Make sure you guys can hear me. E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-P-A-L-A-C-E.com. EssentialPalace.com. That's where you can grab it. That's the company website. The, the website looks a little shady, but it's just an indie company. Yeah. Don't be scared. You can order it. And that's it. What you got for us, Asante? Um, we're just going to talk about some things that have dropped and some things I've been listening to. Uh, Cardi B and Bruno Mars dropped Please Me. I can't stop listening to it. Very Jodeci. The jam. It's, yes. it's the shit. Um, oh, well, actually, before we really get into the shit, I guess, let me also take it back. We've been, uh, everywhere has been celebrating Drake's uh, 10 years on So Far Gone. Yeah. Um, I was listening to it all weekend. Same. Yo, I could, it took me back to so many places and I was like, damn, to the point to when um, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas came on and um, mm. I was like, damn, I'm I, where's JoJo at? Because I was so used to listening to her versions of some of these covers too. But it was just a, a, a moment. What a time to be alive was, I mean, So Far Gone was just such a wave. So I wanted to shout Drake out because I love that. And speaking of things, because I love, I've also been listening to Lizzo. She dropped her song, Because I Love You. Oh, I did hear it. She's so dope. Yeah, she is dope. I love her energy. Yeah, she had a really dope visual to go to it as well. Y'all know I'm about um, music videos, and Lizzo's always been very into making statements with her thing. So please go check out her video for Because I Love You. And I also want to give a quick shout out to Kid Boo. He dropped his EP, Blonde for Love, too. Um Boo is a, a Dragon Ball Z character, so I automatically I thought of Oh, what? You know, oh, I, yeah, know you, I forgot you know some things back in the day. You do know some things <laughs> back in the day. Um, actually, you, you put me on a death note, too, little, mm-hmm. little known fact. 
So, what is all this death going on this week on the damn show? I know, right? Uh, and and to that point, Kid Boo has a song off this EP. It's a it's six track EP. It's uh, about fourteen minutes. But the first song is called "Misery Needs Company." He's one of those rappers, and I'm and a, he used to go with Black China. They broke up already. I guess it don't need company after all. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He gives me Uzi vibes. And Uzi yeah, and all of them are kind of blurring into each other now. I like that song, but can you imagine if Thugger had it? Oh, yes. That if he was on it, too. Ooh. Shout out to Young Thug. One thing I like about Young Thug, and I was uh, listening to him a lot over the weekend, is he always worked with somebody. Like, he had, like, a whole, like, coalition of people he ain't never heard of, and he's doing all these songs with. I'm like, who the fuck is Dolly? And, who, <laughs> like, there are all these people I'm reading these I names. I listen to him more. <sighs> I feel Brand. like I've never really given Young Thug, like... Time. He's the best of them. Yeah. For, yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. honestly, truly. Okay. He I'm really actually makes good music. The I melodies, I think, will be attractive to you, especially since you have literally a trained ear. So. Right, yeah. Go back to, and I don't know, maybe before this, but I just, because this was such a moment for me, listen to Barter 6. Yes. <laughs> okay. There were just so many moments for me on Barter 6 <laughs> that I feel like... Your hands are not connecting. I mean... <laughs> Because the barter Damn, six, like the barter six. Okay, what? I'm on it. What's the last song? Um, just um, it's the last song on the barter six. It's called it's called just something, but it's the jam. Literally, the energy that just might be, just might be. Yes. When I tell you that is the shit, barter six. Check everything. Yes, it's just it's check. a great project. Tomorrow, while I run my errands, I will listen to Young Doug. Young Thug, wow, that was a great uh, little segue. No, no, that but was just great. imagine if that kid boost on you yeah, playing yeah. was Young Thug. But, and that's like... the thing, like, because the because the beat because <laughs> the beat was such a like a Thugger style beat, but like Kid Boo raps like differently than that. Right, Young Thug is like to me of all of them, he reminds me of Natalie Cole. Wait. Like just their approach from a technical standpoint, like to their type of music they sing. Natalie Cole, no matter what she's saying, she could like, you know what I'm saying? Like Young Thug just reminds me of Natalie Cole. The last shout out I want to give uh, is to Quinn. Someone in her family is going to email us like, I. Like, you know what? When you really think about it, he's unforgettable. (laughs) I want to highlight Quinn. She has a song out with Black. um, I like Quinn. And it's called Mushroom Chocolate. I think everybody should go check it out. Quinn has put out really dope music over the past few years. Like that name. Yeah, like it's just Q-U-I-N um, and Black, you know, with the six. Y'all know which one. Not the one, not the girl group. How about that? Yeah. Let's just play a little snippet of this. Like 
<laughs> oh my god! Hey, get you somebody to roll the dice with now. Dustin over here doing, doing Joe the whole free Joe to see dance. Okay. <laughs> so those are my listens lately for this week. Now we can go on moving to yours. Dustin, what you got? Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, after all that. Shout out to OT Genesis. Bay is my jam. OT Genesis got a new song called Bay. I ain't listen to it. And there's literally a line in the in the first verse where he'd be like, "I'm rich. I'm lit." A bitch gonna suck this dick. Oh my god! Like I look like Bay. It's the jam. So shout out to him. Okay, I'm about to. Um, I'm and so far right going, now. I've been listening to. Um, I'm pulling up. I've revisited the St. Heron album again. Oh man, just one that you can let play from end to end. I love Splashing by Rich the Kid. I love Off White by Global yes, Dan. Rich. I love Look at Me Now by Brennan Savage. Um, Ice Me Out remix featuring Two, Two Chains. Ice Me Out, Cash Doll, you did that. Check Cash Doll out on the Motivation Tour. She's on tour with Meek Mill and Lil Durk. They'll be in New York. I'm going. Shout out to Cash Doll, and that's it. Y'all can go take it from here. <laughs> Friend, what you been checking out? Doesn't sound like a rapper on the right. song. Um, I actually want to shout out my friends. So, Rose's Gabor. Sorry, I was, oh, I was like, you had to load it up, man. Right? No, that would be a great time. <laughs> Roses, good boy. First of all, look at this art, this cover art. Beautiful. Oh, that's dope. Oh, she Beautiful. looks awesome. It's just, she looks like she's stealth. So it's called Turkish Delight. And that is my sister. I, oh gosh, I just love her. Okay. Oh, hey, hey. Already. A little Turkish light. Yeah, she has a tone. I love it. You know, I like me a little Azalea Banks music. Ooh. You know, she's, I like that. She's so dope with the dance dope record. Dope as fuck. So that is Turkish, Turkish Delight, Delight by Roses Gabor. With her dope ass name. With her dope that ass name. It is a dope self. ass name. Ugh, I love her style too. That's what I'm like. I want everything in her closet. She's a dope ass <laughs> sneakerhead from the UK and just her whole style is just everything. And then we have a first listen. What? Jesse Boykin. Oh! Is dropping a song And I said to him Can I play it on the friend zone He was like You know what You can play it I'm like I love you <laughs> Shout out to this exclusive We about to drop okay. Jesse Boykin's the third And this he's dropping it You remember me. the group I loved Radiant Children Yeah That we played their song um, They One of the producers Of Radiant Children He goes by Lo-Fi he produced this. Oh, wow. Wonderful. So, so I'm like, bruh. Shout out to Jesse Boykin. Jesse freaking Boykin. Nah, you never asked for full story. 
You just want all the fake glory. Don't face all your problems. Looking from the outside. You gotta read through the blurry. You never ask my attention. You selling yourself for attention. The surface it shines, it shimmers. But you only give out in glimmers. You choose, I choose. Then you believe in good news. You choose, I choose. Then you believe in good news. You choose, I choose. But it was always up to you. Okay. Snap. One day you're gonna need it. (laughs) So it's called You're Gonna Need It. When does that come out? And that drops on Thursday. I need I need it now. (laughs) You gotta give it up. That's the jam. Ain't he said because one day you're gonna need it. Mm -hmm. So Jesse Boykins the third and Lo-Fi, you guys did great. He actually has a show. Get this, he has a show on March 1st at the Moroccan Lounge in LA with Alex Isaac. Wow. I can't take it. I'm so sad that I'm going to miss that. That's amazing, man. So if you, yes, if you're free on March 1st, it's at 8 p.m. Moroccan Lounge. And it's actually hosted by Rome Green. Okay. You know, he's funny as hell. So, and a DJ set by Blue the Great. So show them love. And that's it for my listens lately. I just wanted to amplify my people. Yes. Okay, look at Fran with them exclusives. Okay. <laughs> Experience full plates and fuller wallets with Every Plate, America's best value meal kit. Every Plate dinners are the cheaper, healthier alternative to takeout or delivery. Other dinner options can cost around $10 per serving. Oh, hell no! Nah. <laughs> But Every Plate offers five chef-designed recipes each week from only $4.99 per serving. One meal at $4.99 is about the same price as that cup of coffee that you don't need but still buy every day. Mm. Every Plate's recipes are easy to follow and come together right now in about 30 minutes so you can get back to more time enjoying your family and good food. And you'll never buy more ingredients than you need because every plate's recipes come with everything already pre-measured. Every plate does the meal planning, shopping, and prepping for you, taking the time, stress, and guesswork out of cooking. And I do mean guesswork because I'm a person who learned how to cook by, you know, giving five on the black hand side. So all that measuring <laughs> of ingredients and stuff, you know, I just really wasn't with all that. You measure to taste, you know, how it's supposed to look, how it's supposed to feel, you know, the viscosity. You know, that was for the people that didn't been to school. But um, so so then pre-measuring the ingredients has really been helpful to me. I've wanted to be, you know, in the kitchen um, operating from more of a gourmet standpoint. And so I felt like these pre-measured ingredients really aided and abetted me in that process. So with that being said, for six free meals across your first three weeks and free shipping on your first delivery, go to everyplate.com and enter code FRIENDZONE6. This offer equates to one-third off of each of your first three boxes when you go to everyplate.com and enter code FRIENDZONE6. And Shout that's out. it for me. All right, well, that wraps it up for the Music Man segment. Now we're going to move on over to TV land. Dustin Ross, uh-huh. take it away. Welcome. This week, <laughs> I would like to discuss two things. Love and Marriage Huntsville. 
Damn. And love and lock up. Yay! Love after lock up. And I think that's what we should open with because we've been neglecting it. We have. Mm. So I want to start out with Clint now. Oh. Okay. <laughs> At this point in the story, you all know that Clint has gotten married to Tracy, mm-hmm. who was a crackhead, took mm-hmm. him, took everything the nigga had, mm-hmm. and then just dipset it and ended up back in jail. He's so dumb that he still stuck around and was calling on the phone, friend, saying, "Oh my God, it's I just are you, are you are we are, do you want a divorce? Do she do she want a divorce, nigga? She didn't took the rental car. You got to pay twenty one thousand dollars to Enterprise, and they want their damn money. Okay. Then you know you don't have anything. She's back in jail, gone for days at a time. She has no regard for him, and it was textbook manipulation when she finally called him from the jail and said, you know, I did this to us and all that other shit. And now she got him right back in her palm. And why are you dating me? I'm a What's she saying? Mm-hmm. I'm a fuck I'm a, up. I'm, I'm a, a party up. girl. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was sad when she caught him. You could tell she was feeling out like how angry she was, yeah. he was. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that Playing he was him. like, my goddess. That's when she was like, okay, like, you know, we'll figure it out. And da, da, da. Oh, no. She reeled him back in so easily. And what's she going to help him figure out? Clint's mom just from needs to jail. start beating his ass. She just needs to start hauling off and slapping on his ass. Just, you know, Clint, you just can't be fucking up with these people. Like, she do need on. to drag him across that kitchen island one good yeah. time. You know, um, I just, but to watch that, I've said from the beginning that I felt sorry for Clint, but A, I, I needed bad. to know who he voted for. Oh, my God. Because they do live in New Mexico, and <laughs> I, they just got that look. So before I can connect with him on a human level, I need to know if he's human. Okay? So Maybe that's who'd the, you vote that's for. the date question. Oh, that's, yeah, that's the date. Well, <laughs> that's before. I, I'll be looking at people like, so are you Republican? <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so that's going on. And I don't feel sorry for Clint at this point, especially after nope. he's reconnected with Tracy and he's getting himself right back into the vortex of craziness yep. all over again. I don't feel sorry. At this point, you're literally being not so smart. So Damn, bro. What's that? Yeah. Um, Megan, Michael and Sarah. Oh, my gosh. This trio. This trio. The seaside trio. Like Real Lobster. Now, I just... <laughs> Okay, there's a part of me, I know that Michael is someone who has been identified as, you know, basically a POS, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you say he's your favorite. I know, he's my favorite. No, I just, I like his approach. I feel like he, um, I feel like he's a strategist <laughs> at best, and oh. I feel like he... Just take. I feel like he's good at crisis management. Oh my god! When he's in the setting and the circumstance, he really makes it happen, and I just like (laughs) that about him. And I think that he does. Who I don't like is his mother. What? I don't like what she said to him. To me, you should have swayed him to go with Megan. But the problem is that she don't know Megan. She's familiar with Sarah, and that's what she's basing her advice to Michael off of. Right. I think that Sarah, again, is excited by the prospect of having a black boyfriend, or at this point, a black husband, Um, and I just don't like that. I feel like she's like very immature, um, and it shows. It shows in the things that she chooses to have. There's so many... let's, Let's just think about this. If she really wanted to have something that if she really wanted something to talk to him about that would be so potent that it would cause that sort of a blow up, they argue about the wrong things to me. Like she argues with him about wearing a ring or not wanting to wear a ring instead of where the fuck he is or what are you going to do next with your life? It's just like, she's constantly orbiting like whatever is going on with him. And now she's pregnant. We know that if you follow her, um, any of the YouTube commentators on the show, they've all researched, you know, different social media platforms. They show her she's big and pregnant right now Oh man, by Michael. Yeah. And he's back in jail. 
Wow. What? Shocker. He's back in jail. Um, what? And for some reason, he continues to get these charges lessened and lessened each time that he he's up against um, judgment. So um, I do know he's facing some charges right now, but they just got reduced to something that what is less he, of a penalty. What are his charges? Drug charges? Drug charges, yep. One of them was of relative to cocaine and possession of, and he got that knocked down to him using it. It was like use of cocaine instead of possession. So he's getting things taken from felonies to misdemeanors, basically. Wow. He must have good lawyers or it. But I do think that he's persuasive. And I think he's the type of person that you want to believe in when you talk to him for more than a couple minutes. And so I like Michael. I just want to hang out, have cocktails with him. (laughs) You know, I just want to have drinks with him. He cool. You're a cool dude. Oh, no, Dustin. A cool dude. He He was gone for two days. And opens the door and says, hey, y'all. <laughs> Neutralizing the situation, no. right? Yeah. I just want for Megan to consider having sex with him, her graduation from her little Skype YouTube series she was doing about being sexy and nothing more, nothing less. Because <laughs> she was, I mean, she's in love with this dude, but he about to break off and go back to his baby mama. And once she watches this show, she just be like, you know what? I fucked him and I fucked him good. Hopefully she did. I will say it, it really did make me feel a way mm-hmm. that his mm-hmm. mom could sway him that easily. Just like mm-hmm. that. Just one combo. One, like you said, woman that she's never even met, doesn't even know, telling him stay with this one. Meanwhile, they seem to have an extremely toxic relationship <laughs> that clearly the mom has no insight in. Because she's just not a part of it. Right. They don't even live in the same city. Mm-mm. It's just a thing of like, that's your wife. So you need to be loyal. And he's been in jail. Didn't he say he's been in jail for like oh, pretty much his whole, well, since he was 15? I yeah, yeah basically. So he's missed a big chunk of his development. Like, it's just all bad. And, and he I, still and it does made all right to weird. miss all that. No, he think? does not. Still, I think he still handles himself pretty well to have missed all of those things. <laughs> I agree with you, friend. He need to be by himself. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Do. Well, he won't. But that Lego people looking ass uh, wife he got that's now what? pregnant. Yeah, they daughter cute though. Lizzie but the wife look Scott. like them Lego, Lego people. The daughter's cute eating cheese. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have relatable content. Yeah, hey, there you go, right there. I can't stand her friend with the red hair and the, the oh, red God. skin. She's just too involved. Yeah, yeah. girl, get you some business. I would never. I have friends that have been in relationships like that, and as soon as they try to vent to me, I'll listen for the most part. Well, I'm like, I'm not saying nothing because mm-hmm. I learned my lesson. And then yep. she sat there for the argument. I was no. I would have been out that house. I'm like I'm not staying here for nothing. And that's why he won. While she was trying to hate from the sidelines, can't even get in the club. That's why and he peeped <laughs> what she was doing, and he didn't even say nothing to her. He just handled his business with his wife. Leadership qualities of leadership. Oh my god! But you great. know they're always gonna go back, so it, it's no point wasting your breath. That's what she get. <laughs> uh, Scott and Lizzie. Scott and Lizzie oh, uh, are boy. in a tizzy. First of all. Scott looks great. Scott looks better. He does he look better. better. Yes. Um, Lizzie is doing what's funny to me is she if you watch this whole thing, Lizzie is literally doing whatever she can do to make this tolerable for herself. Yes. She completely 
reformatted his appearance, right? <laughs> with, with her own hands. Not reformatted, okay? like he's and, and, yeah, and there was game in that, too, with, her yeah, doing that. Yeah, exactly. She's she like, fin- how do you feel? You feel good? She finessed the fuck out of him, <laughs> like she been doing. We talking about a, a woman that has finessed $800,000 from wow. tricks in her prison career, right? And has nothing to show for it. Nothing. That's, right? that's you a know, lot of drugs. That's a whole lot. A whole lot of Shit, lots of lots of She spent of. that 80K on, on them drugs just from his ass, so you know she about to keep on milking. Did you see the teeth? His new teeth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, they don't look like they fit. But. Yeah, they look very, well, he they don't sound look like uncomfortable. He <laughs> what they kind of teeth like, would, yeah, fit his, sounded... would fit his mouth? Did you see the motherfuckers that was behind the new ones? <laughs> no. Should, I don't know just, what kind of teeth would fit. He needs to just get them knocked out <laughs> and get them, get them installed properly. Just get them knocked this out. Just knock out most of you do your hand is taking me just out. Just knock them, just, just knock them teeth out. Just take the little mallet. Just, just put that Hoover to them. I no. don't know what he needs to do, but they're awful. Hoover so. to the face. But I just think that's funny that she's doing whatever she can to manually, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> create this person that she can tolerate being around for extended periods of time. Do you think she should marry him, though? Hell no. No. I think that's taking it too far. I think it's taking it way too far, but I also think it's self-inflicted because because just like she's benefiting from this in a sense he is too you know what I'm saying and he's making a choice to do things like involve himself with someone who's fresh out of prison and you know I just think he's chasing this recognition from her I or mean, from a, a woman trick. yeah yeah he is I miss his friend. <laughs> I miss his friend. He had one friend that had Shrug. sense, and she's gone. I want to know where she is now. Who? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I forgot about her. Because she wasn't with the shit. She said, if this is what you want to do, waste your time, go ahead, and was out. And I appreciate that. But I want to. I need them to follow up with her. <laughs> it's just because. So I'm fascinated by Marcelino and Britney's relationship. Oh, I love them. Man. Do you? Not together, but I love like them Their for story. TV. Yeah, oh. It's amazing. Yeah, because you could tell that there is kind of something there. Like, I don't really, I don't know if it's chemistry or love, but it's like something really, like something really kind of endearing there. Like, it's how he really wants to change her life or put her on the right path. I don't which is just see a point. Me either. But, me but I mean, it's just. You have your experience. No, but I'm trying to get that at not all. your experience. Yeah. Well, because he's trying to, it's a form of control, obviously, yeah. but he's trying to make it seem like, you know, he really wants to help this girl. And then she's trying to make it seem like she really wants to be there for this man in a certain way. But he has to know, like, what time it is. So it's really interesting and cool to watch on TV. He creeps me out. Same. The little, like, sneak peeks we've seen into his tempers, like, when it just kind of flashes and flares. Mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, girl. Because the crazy part is we've on, uh, they've only been out of jail five days. Which and is, all this shit has gone All this down. has happened. And I didn't even realize that. For some reason, I thought this was, like, weeks or months. Right. And I think is when Lizzie was dress shopping mm-hmm. and underneath it said, Fresh out of jail five days or whatever. I was like, hold on. All of this has happened with all of these couples. It's, it hasn't even been a week. What? That kind of threw me for a loop considering all that's happened. So I feel like the way he's acting already and it hasn't been a week is a lot. Yeah. I mean, you can see that on day one, like when she came out. Because remember, we talked about that scene where she was trying to go get the breath. Yeah. When she asked him, like, can I have a moment to breathe? And she like kneeled down in the desert. She went. He's like, yeah, how's your moment? It was like, damn. Damn. (laughs) I think that but I also think just like from guy to guy, you know what I'm saying? I don't think Marcelino is playing a tough guy act. I don't think I, I smell. I smell vag. 
I don't think I don't think he's I don't think he's as tough as he says he is and like all that no so you like all that that whole tough guy act he plays with her I just don't buy it in general because you in a let's be real like you a sucker you know what I'm saying like you in the position of a mark like this girl is in jail gaming you gets out now you taking care of her so all that tough guy you need to just chill out with all that because you've already been had bad and all that marine shit yeah like my nigga ain't nobody don't nobody believe that you literally letting her run you that's what you're doing. And that's why this is so fascinating because even like, you know, she's bisexual or whatever. And she basically like had her girl right in his face. That kind of confused me. That fucked me, me up. I was clear. That's why I was, that's why, that's what <laughs> endeared me even like, more. what's happening when they were outside in the yeah, bench? I was like, bench. what is this dynamic right See, now? that's what I mean though. Like if he felt so strongly He would have walked her, away. Or it, it, he would not have been with it at all. So him even sitting there allowing her to be touchy-feely with her and have a conversation about it where she's clearly you yeah know, you're right with the line. that part it was a little yeah strange. like my nigga you ain't tough get out of here so that's why and that and she is a street bitch so she peeped all of that you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying and I think that's why her approach is kind of the way it is because if you watch it I kind of like her because <laughs> like if you because like if you I watch do, I will it, say yeah. I like her because she's very clear that's what I'm saying she like, just says everything as it is like boom 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 like this is the girl I'm with even though it was a little shady that she had the girl in the hotel and didn't tell him (laughs) until later I was like what I mean but you know but like they had to reconnect but like yeah you know but I so yeah I'm just fascinated by that relationship um and that's it the other um what's the other young hey you know what friend now that I think about it maybe that's just Lizzie and Scott that have been out for five days because the other couple that went to live with the guy's mom I can't for some reason well I know the reason but their names are escaping me right now I feel bad the young lady with with the the red hair with the red hair yeah she's a couple years older than the guy without the teeth this Mm -hmm. is a very toothful show (laughs) yeah for real a toothless that toothless show really is but um but yeah, I think because remember she said they had been living with his mom for like a month and she had gotten that job. Oh, and, and obviously they all had different releases. Yeah, so I think true, it, true. it might okay. be them. But it that seems like sense. I think they might. I don't know because I'm but, just talking. They may well, be the only couple she, that's been out for a month because well, I, I feel say, like you that it's been short times for the other ones. Yeah, I mean, but I, I was going to say also remember clear. she moved in before he got out. Which was also a weird thing because I thought it was so odd that she was living with the dude's mom before he got out of jail. And she had never met him, right? Nope. Mm-mm. Or his mama. Oh Eat his mama, Tammy. Because remember her, because her mom didn't, her mom <laughs> rest in peace because they dedicate the episode to her. She oh, kicked yeah. her out because she was dating the inmate. And so then she went to go live with old boy's mama and he was up, she was like, he's going to be so mad when he gets out. And it was kind of like, well, he ain't going to go nowhere else but his mama house. So what he Well, at least her for? mama went out keeping it real. <laughs> you I mean, know what I'm saying? She she stood for something on her way. You know what I'm saying? Like She was like, look, he crazy and you crazy too. <laughs> okay. But yeah, their relationship is the least interesting of them all to me. I'm fascinated by Marcelino and Brittany um, and Michael, Sarah, and Megan. The trio, they're the ones yeah. that have me glued, honestly. Glued, yeah. Because I'm just like, how is this going to play out? And then next week they meet up. Because doesn't he get arrested next week? And so that's why they end up meeting up. I can't remember what happened. No, because um, what's her name? Megan. Mm-hmm. She just was like, she was being a little, a little aggressive. Did you yeah. see that? I was like, oh, her attitude completely changed when he was like, when she told him, I'm going to come see you. And he goes, when? She's like, next week. And he was like, uh, but my mom and my sister are coming. She was like, well, then I should be there. I was like, whoa. 
It just uh, like completely flipped the script after she lost the virginity. And me and Jade was right. like, oh. oh. She's getting in touch with her feminine side. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of good because she's going to get to it. Like, yeah. he's going to have to tell her, I if think. If she don't get don't her know. up out of there, she better be glad she got pregnant Who first. Who do you think she he should be with? Megan. Why? Because I don't trust Sarah. I think she's immature and in it just to be in it. And Megan's mature? Mm-hmm. You think? I think they're good for each other. <laughs> Years. They did. They looked so much. Think about when you saw Megan and Michael in Niagara Falls. Think about their chemistry and think about every scene you've seen with him and Sarah. But they're also in the honeymoon phase. Him and Sarah should be too. They've been married. They just ain't been around each other. <laughs> Same amount of exposure. The difference is Sarah getting his nerves. He has been in jail for probably all Thank of you. It. That's what I'm saying. Mm. So... He just got that damn baby. Well, and now those babies with her. That's the only thing. Points were made. Mm-hmm. Points were made. I see you coming on over. Come on. <laughs> come on. You coming right on over here. But that's loving, um, love after lockup. Love and which, Yeah, which essentially that's what it is. <laughs> love and drop off. So, but yeah, um, that's that show. So Love and Marriage Huntsville. First of all, thank you to everybody who's been responding to the show and watching it. The producers are paying attention. I think that's great that they know that our audience is paying attention to their work. So shout out to you guys for being so vocal on social media about watching this show. Um, again, I'm still fascinated by these portrayals of these couples and these these um, views into their lives. Uh, Melody is having a very tough time living with the aftermath of infidelity. Um, Yeah. And it's just one of those things that she, for her, the act of it, she's over. It's just the fact that it happened that is so devastating to her and it's impacting the way that she's interacting with her husband. Mm -hmm. Um, And Naturally. naturally. And the breakdown is occurring when they talk about it because he's not fully accepting responsibility for it. He's doing things like saying, why he did it because he feels like all the attention is on him in those moments and when you have committed a transgression like that like infidelity you have to be mindful of that in everything you do after the act has taken place so when she is upset and reasonably so because it took place it's not your place or your job to then say well you know, okay, okay, you're right, you're right. And then as soon as you get frustrated, you decide to start retaliating verbally by saying, you know, I wasn't happy about everything. That's why I did it in the first place. And then you're literally making her regress instead of letting her progress. All he has to do in those moments where she brings up the infidelity is say, you're right, babe. And I'm really sorry that that happened. I hate that I did that. I hate that I did that. And I, I, I just, I thank you for sticking it out with me and, being down and just see what the next chapter of our life looks like. I love you that much. That's all he got to do and she'll shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? But he won't do that. He wants to argue back. You add to that the dynamic of the cameras being present and it's a new show. So this is the first season that they've been around, you know, their lives being taped like that. So I think that pressure is kind of there to not look like a punk once the show goes on television for them both, actually. And I think it's fueling like the passion behind their arguments. So seeing all that take place has been quite interesting, as well as the way it affects the dynamics of their relationships as friends, the three couples. Mm. So it's just a great show. Um, Kimmy and Maurice went ahead and got married. I thought it was so corny. You know what I found funny? 
all the elements of their wedding that I thought were corny were directly connected to Letitia, the person I can't stand the most on the oh show. My God. Oh, my Prime boy. example. They had everybody, and I'm going to tell y'all this, <laughs> I'm going to let y'all go. They had everybody wear white. Uh-huh. They got married on, on the top eight. deck of a yacht. You mm, saw it. I did. You, you synced it. I did. It was on the top deck of a yacht. Everybody wore white. Letitia spoke at the wedding um, and before they gave the mic to whoever married them she was like you know we would like to welcome everyone you are we are wearing of white all white is intentional they did not want a bridal party they wanted everyone to be a part of the wedding so you are a part of the bridal party and they had Letitia read that dumb shit now me I hate weddings and all that kind of shit anyway so the cornball elements like that again I'm going to throw <laughs> oh up gag me with the fucking spoon so the fact Ooh, that Letitia said it wedding. <laughs> I'm gonna play back all I think these you can. snippets. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, that's that. There's so much more that we can say about the show, but this show can only be so long. So that's it for the TV Land segment. I see. You guys wait. Next week. Oh Man, damn! Wait. What'd you forget? You didn't talk about Big Brother now that it's finally over. We talked about it last week. Oh, we did. Yeah. Damn. You forgot that. We talk catch about up, mustard. <laughs> catch up, Damn, I think I'm just going through withdrawals. I just miss Big Brother already. Uh-huh. I miss watching Tamar and Candy. But I will say them. this. Lindsay Lohan better watch her damn mouth because Tracy Braxton yeah, going to be getting a win to what's been going on. And you know what Braxton Tracy is. Of course she did because she ain't want to get jumped. You know how many sisters Tamar got? <laughs> and you done brought your crazy crackhead ass on here what talking about. What the fuck about, did Lindsay Lohan say? Talked all kind of shit about Tamar and the money being um, dirty money and she's a backstabber <laughs> and her mother told her all these secrets and she was going to come forward with all this stuff. Of course Tamar hasn't responded, but First you know who did? All, you know who did respond? Who? Tony Braxton. Ooh. Now you know when Tony Braxton come out in the street. That's when you know what time it is. She says, Lindsay, ellipses, uh, what, uh, Lindsay, don't get in, or stay out of it. She was like, Lindsay, dot, 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 stay out of it, dot, dot, dot. Tony That's Braxton. like a warning shot. Lindsay Lohan, I love you down, but sit your ass down. She like, been fucked up a time t- for me. She yeah. done fucked up one time too many. Like, Lindsay sit your Lohan. ass down. And, and the only reason I think about this, because Dina was literally there just to sit there. She was never going to win. No one was going to give Dina the crown. Mm-hmm. So I don't even understand why she's Which mad is the only anything. way she would have received it, because it she was, wouldn't have won it herself. Right. She didn't win. She, they were, I feel so bad. There were challenges where she would be like, yeah, so I'm really, really athletic and I, I can really do this. And then they like literally just show her and they're like making gag real noises as she's fucking up something she said she's real good at. There was never a point (laughs) where she was able to legitimize her presence on the show ever in right. his duration of her time there. She sucked at everything. No. And all these claims, these um, inflated claims of, you know, athletic prowess and all these other things and, you know, smarts, there was nothing there. Honestly, she, she gave birth to Lindsay Lohan. Stop. You know what I'm saying? She can't do nothing right. No, I'm just playing. Honestly, she no. was the reason she messed up some of them, their game because she was going back telling mm-hmm. shit and put them on front street. And then Kato was all like, "You can't, you, you can't do that." Because Lindsay, because uh, Dina was like, and she had like a girl crush thing going on with Candy, and she was like, "I just couldn't take it if you were lying to me like that, Candy." So I had to ask in front of Kato, who was you know clearly trying to put them against each other, and then later on, Candy had to come back on Kato and say, I just don't appreciate you trying to put me and Dina against each other. So I just miss all that little shit. But I don't get what Lindsay's mad. Why is she mad at Tamar? Because Tamar won. 
Well, what does it have to do with her mom? Her mama exactly. lost. Because ain't it a show that yep. a lot of people are deciding yep. this? Which is not why like I'm Tamar. giving you such a simple explanation. Right. Because that's literally Just the truth. She's simply mad because her mother lost and Tamar won. That's literally That's so it. strange. And her mama went home with Tom Green. Like, it was like a double elimination. Yeah. She didn't even make it to the right, top. Like it wasn't targeted. Right. And she didn't even make it to the last four or whatever. So we barely get out know of here. who Dina Lohan is. <laughs> so, whatever. And, right, she, yes. and what else was the last thing about that that was funny um, when Tamar was doing her confessionals and it was getting down to like the final five and you know it was really time for the the cutting to take place when she was saying who could go and stuff mm-hmm. she's like and Dina could go bye go be with your catfish because remember <laughs> yeah, because she, Dina had just told them that she had been in a five year relationship with someone that she, she had never, never met. met oh my exactly God. so she just dumb period go so, be with your seriously. catfish yeah, yeah I thought you were a literal I, catfish and that might be why Lindsay's mad no. Because her mama is dating a damn catfish. She was just up in there talking about this man who she just got all this with. And then she said she ain't never met him. And so they was like, oh you dating God, catfish so... immediately. What does Tamar win? $250,000. And yep. she's the first African-American woman to win Big Brother. Yep. And oh. uh, the first runner-up, Ricky Williams, was the uh, for their first like black uh, uh, winner and runner-up. Wow. So not only was it a clean sweep, but the strokes of the broom was on beat. And who decides the winner? Um, it's their vote. They vote. Yeah, so, so it's the, the house, end. everyone the, in the house. The, the, everybody that got eliminated at the very end ended up voting for the winner. So everyone and voted for Tamar. It, yes, it was She's unanimous. the first person who it was a unanimous vote against. What? Yep. Or a unanimous vote for in yep. support of. Wow. Also, she broke the curse. There's a curse... A, Air quotes right. associated with the show where the first person to, to enter never wins, and she broke that curse. That's she like she won like the fuck out of yes. Big Brother, like yeah. And she That's was a really and cool. she was a great player too. I must say she was a, an amazing player. That's cool. Yeah. So shout out to shout Big Brother. Big Brother. That's right. it for TV Land. Yes. Now, we now move it's on. time. This is a story. That's Let me right. take my headphones off so I can really listen. <laughs> and then slap your ass if you ain't going to finish the story. That's right, y'all. So let's get it cracking. Thanks, everybody, for all the love you've been showing. That This is a story segment um, online. We, I see it. I appreciate it. And I'm going to keep going with this for you guys and for us all. I think it's a really fun moment for us for uh, each other. <laughs> so thanks for listening. Let's get to episode six. And don't leave us hanging. Mia extended her left arm and settled her hand on the inside of his thigh, right next to the part of him that she enjoyed the most. This was her favorite thing to do when she rode in the car with him. And judging by his increasingly stiffening manhood, Tony was just as happy that her hand was there as she was. As Mia began to slowly massage the spot where her hand rested, she used her other hand to turn up the volume on the radio. Since she was in control of the music, she'd chosen Drake. Perfect for these vibes, these emotions. So many emotions when she was around him. Her time with Tony was special and always limited. A part of her wondered if that was the appeal of it all. The thrill of literally chasing passion, chasing feelings. Mia knew that her connection with Tony was real, and she definitely had strong feelings for him. However, she couldn't help but think of all she was risking for these these moments. As she rode in the passenger seat, she became even more immersed in her thoughts about her real life, her home life. She hated herself for not being mean enough to do this without guilt, 
She wished that she could allow herself to enjoy the fullness of this experience, this escape from reality. But all she could think about was what caused her to be here in the first place. She simply wasn't happy. Her marriage to Ron was great on paper, and she knew he loved her. But she'd always been a person who craved excitement, craved sensation. Mia needed that. Was she wrong for satisfying her desire? It's not like she went looking for this situation. Tony and this this forbidden freakiness had literally fallen into her lap. How long was she supposed to just function, just go with the motions of life without feeling alive? She'd been unhappy since the day she found out she was pregnant, and it had absolutely nothing to do with the child. Mia loved Sharday more than anything in this world, but Sharday's birth made her feel trapped in her marriage. It amplified all the things she thought she could live with, and she felt helpless. There had been nowhere for her to run, nowhere for her to land. She was existing for the sole purpose of raising her daughter, and that had been her focus, her distraction. And then she took that jog through the park. And it changed her life. She met someone who held the spark that she'd long forgotten. She had been weakened by her need to feel again. And it led her right to this moment in the passenger seat of her lover's car, not her husband's. Mia stopped rubbing his leg and began to lightly trace his penis with the tip of her finger. Tony took his eyes off the road just long enough to give her a look that said he was more than ready for whatever was about to happen next. Mia unbuckled her seatbelt and then unzipped Tony's jeans. Twenty heavenly minutes later, they were cuddling in the mall parking lot inside the car because he had been forced to pull over and park, and they were basking in the afterglow of one of their signature escapades. Her cell phone vibrated, and she panicked like she did every time it rang when she was with Tony or away from her child. She jolted and reached for it, but she didn't even recognize the number, so she just went back to cuddling with Tony. You do that every time, he said. Oh, no, baby, it was ringing. I'm not on IG, she laughed. I know what you were doing, Mia. It's the the way you did it. It's like you're nervous or something, Tony said. Mia put her hand on his thigh. Baby, stop it. I'm not nervous. I, I just needed to see who that was. Shade was fussy this morning, and so I've been a little on the edge all afternoon. Any minute, I'm expecting the nanny to call and say she's sick and wants me home. Mia began to rub that special spot again. Baby, it's never you. Always remember that. Tony shifted and sat up in his seat, which forced Mia to do the same. What's wrong? She asked. Mia, sometimes I just, I feel like you're not here. It's like your mind is everywhere but here. And it just makes me wonder. Tony's honesty began to make Mia uncomfortable. Well, I'm not exactly sure what you wondering means, but let's not forget that I do a lot just to even be here. And I do it for you, babe, she said. Mia, I know that. Why do you love reminding me that I only get a part of you, Tony asked. Why are you making this about you, she said. My damn phone rang and I'm away from my kid. You know I don't like to talk about the other stuff, so why are you going there? Mia was getting more and more upset by the minute. We need to talk about it, Mia. You have a husband and you have a family. I can say it. Can you? Tony was getting upset, too, and he wasn't shying away from the conversation this time. He wanted clarity because he wanted Mia. So he pressed. Say it. 
Say you have a husband. Mia turned, leaned away from Tony, but her gaze toward him intensified. You need to stop and you need to stop now, she warned. Say his name, baby. Say Ron, Tony yelled. Mia grabbed her phone and her purse and opened his car door. She turned toward Tony before she exited. I don't know what the hell is wrong with you, but I came here because this is where I would rather be. I'm not here to, to, to argue with you. So figure it out before I do it for both of us. Before the door closed, Mia heard Tony say something like, I know what's wrong with you. But at this point, she was too angry to continue arguing. She closed his door and walked toward the mall entrance. Surprisingly, Tony allowed her to walk away. She'd deal with that later. It was getting close to time for her to return home anyway. The last thing she needed was more drama. She opened the Uber app on her phone to order a car home. But before she could order, her phone rang again from the same number that had called when she was in the car with Tony. This is Mia, she answered. She always did that when she didn't recognize the number. Baby, where the fuck have you been? I've been calling you for the past 30 minutes, Ron yelled. Mm. I am not in the mood for whatever you want right now, Ron. And why are you calling me from this number? Why aren't you at work? Where, where are you? I just got released from jail. I'm at a payphone while I'm waiting for my things. Ron, Mia responded. I need you to come get me from the 23rd precinct, Mia. Ron, she said. God damn it, Mia, just come. The phone hangs up. Mia stood still for about three seconds, and in that time she processed so many thoughts. Anger, shock, guilt, regret, fear. She ordered an Uber home to get her vehicle and then drove as fast as she could to pick up Ron. As she drove, she just hoped that he was okay. Nothing else mattered. She felt bad, and she just wanted him to be okay. As she parked at the 23rd precinct, she brushed tears out of her eyes, and then she began to walk toward the doors to enter. She never made it inside. What she saw next made her stop dead in her tracks. We'll see you guys for episode seven uh, next week. Hold on. So what was it? <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Friends on you guys. We'll see you next week for episode seven of This Is A Story. Whatever. As always, Stay we black. love you so much. Protect your magic. Catch you next week. Bye. Hey, it's me, your barista. You know how you come in almost every day for our cold foam coffee? Well, now there's an easy way to foam at home with new International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. And it's foaming delicious. New International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. Now in stores. It's foaming delicious.